Hello friends, welcome back to the podcast. This episode is brought to you by From Within Records. If you have not listened to the From Within Records podcast, I highly suggest you boot up your Spotify, Apple Music, click subscribe, and check it out. It's awesome. They just returned from a brief hiatus. Episode 10 is out now. Also, Carbonite, Like a Sickness, streaming everywhere. Five new tracks, and it's amazing. I'm a huge fan of this band. So please do yourself a favor, go pre-order yourself a record, go grab a t-shirt, support that band. They're going to be doing awesome stuff very soon. Also, Killing Me, Deceivers, new single out now, also streaming everywhere. Support them, new EP coming very soon. September 10th, 2022, One Scene Unity Comp. Mark your calendars. It's going to be awesome. If you're not following Chrome Within Records on social media, please boot up your Twitter, your Instagram, click that follow button to stay up to date on all the current news. Like I always say, please support from within records because they support us. If you're looking for high quality merch for your bands, for your business, for whatever, please go hit up my friends over at good fortune printing out of Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. They do very awesome stuff. And we're actually going to be working on something very special. Uh, which I can't say too much about, but it involves two bands from two very different parts of the world. And I am very excited to be cooking up something new with my friends over at Good Fortune Printing. So please follow them on Instagram at Good Fortune Printing. And if you want to get in contact with them, please email them at contact at goodfortuneprinting.com. You can thank me later. On today's episode, we had to track down our good friend Tyler Short to break down this Thor Love and Thunder movie. And to be honest, obviously you'll hear it in this conversation, wasn't the biggest fan of this movie, but for the love of the podcast, I had to sit through it. And if I'm going to be honest, speaking to Tyler for as long as we did, he did um, open up my eyes to some things that didn't make sense to me while watching the movie. So that's why I appreciate having these conversations with Tyler because I get a different perspective, something that I might not have fully understood. So that's why I love sitting down and hearing his point of view because it's awesome and it's very fun. And trust me, I love doing these as much as you guys love listening to it. So thank you so much for supporting us through these. We're halfway through phase four. We'll see how this whole thing shakes out. We got uh, Black Panther coming up next, but we got some stuff in between because Black from now to Black Panther is a, a long time. So we're gonna um, sh- we're gonna shake things up and we're gonna do some something a little different. It's gonna be fun. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, you'll hear us speak about that during this episode. And just like always, towards the tail end of the conversation, we speak about uh, some inclination news, uh, LDB record news, constraint news, all that good stuff that I know all of you love hearing as well. So please strap in. Enjoy this conversation. Without further ado, welcome Tyler Short to the show. Tyler Short, 
This is awesome. What's up, buddy? Um, you know, the, the, the timing of this whole thing is pretty interesting because when I think back to when we started this, I realized like, holy shit, we haven't done a Thor, you know, uh, breakdown review. And I don't know if I ever told you this, but Thor is like my least favorite out of like the MCU Avengers. So I'm like, oh, God. I, I believe that. So th- this one, I I want I, I wanted to go in, uh, you know, with um, you know an open mind, and I'm like, all right, uh, Thor Ragnarok was definitely um, a, a cool a tone. I I loved that one over the original and Dark World, but if I'm gonna be honest, I found myself sitting in that theater, and, and I, I want to talk about my experience because I didn't watch it in 4DX this time. I, I decided to switch it up. But I literally found myself sitting in the theater, just kind of scratching my head like, wow, when is this going to be over? Because I'm not enjoying myself. Damn. Well, and that's and that's the thing is if you're if you didn't enjoy it and you have a hard time enjoying Thor movies in general, like I I mean, you're an Iron Man guy. Thor's about as polar opposite to Iron Man as you can get, I feel like. I think the like, thing, the, I think the thing that kind of killed it for me was like maybe I just don't like the director. I, I just don't like his style. Really, I like Taika Waititi. I, I think that's where my issue lies. Not so much as like yeah, like I'm not like even in the, in the comic books, I'm not like the biggest Thor fan. But there mm-hmm. are instances where like I can respect the character and uh, he's enjoyable sometimes. But I feel like just with like the whole like comedic aspect, I just felt like it was just a little too much this time around. Like you know, Thor Ragnarok. I'm like, all right, cool. We can lean into this a, a little more. This is funny, haha. Like, I you didn't mind it then, but I felt like with this one, I was like, oh god, I was hoping for a little more like brutality versus like as much comedy as there was like throughout that movie. Yeah, I I will say that's like the one of the only criticisms for the movie that like I can I can see in in Seed has like a good degree of um like validity to it is the silliness of it mm-hmm. and um. I uh, I've seen like a lot of like I, I fucking stayed up way too late last night watching uh, watching different um, like breakdowns of the movie and reviews and people talking about it and like trying to get like a consensus of like well what's the zeitgeist opinion on this movie um, and that the one that I kept seeing people come back to was the feeling like this was two different movies like a very very serious dark movie and then like a silly goofy movie like spliced together um and uh i was texting you yesterday uh, talking about that screen crush review or whatever and i, th- I thought that one did did it the most uh the the dealt it the fairest hand um but that guy like kind of went in on on and w- when he kind of put it into a perspective like of acknowledging the gripe that people are having with the silliness and then also the the kind of like dark horrifying nature of the movie as well um it uh he pointed out that this is just something Taika Waititi does like in like I still haven't seen Jojo Rabbit but I I want to mm-hmm. I've heard it's really good and from what I've seen of it I know I think that this is straight up my fucking alley goofy movie about Nazis sounds great um but uh um but yeah I uh from what I can tell like and from previous movies that I've seen in like uh like Into the Shadows and shit and like I can I can see where like Taika Waititi like kind of ba- tries to play this balance of heavy and goofy um, to like get give levity in like uh, in the 
I don't know, in, in with intermixed with the, um, the really like horrifying dark, uh, aspects of whatever the story is being told. Um, which if you don't like Taika Waititi and you don't like the style of movie that he makes, then that even adds a little bit more to, well, if this isn't your thing, well, then this wasn't going to be your thing. Yeah. I, I think I had that realization when I walked out of the theater. Cause I was just like, I don't like, I'm not like, I wasn't letting my bias for the actual character get in the way. But then mm-hmm. when I, I think about the other projects that like my friends are like obsessed with that we've watched multiple times and I'm just sitting there scratching my head. Like I don't find this, entertaining like i can get why people like you know would get like his sense of humor but it's just not for me you see i think well i have like a really like macabre like nature too like when things are going wrong like i laugh a lot Mm -hmm. like when 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 i destroyed my knee and i was i tried and i and i stood back up and i could feel it like pop back into place and i fell down i just started laughing Cause I was like, holy shit. Like I've got to play a set later. And I know I just, I just ruined this. I just ruined this. I'm supposed to go back to work in two days. There's no way that's happening. There's no way anything's happening. My whole life is in question mark right now. And I just started laughing hysterically. Um, when, uh, like when lots of dark things happen to me, like when, like I've had, I've had deaths and I'll, I'll, I'll think about something funny, that person, um, did or said, and I'll find myself like crying and laughing, like over something like, like to me, like I deal with, with, um, with tragedy in like a Shakespearean way. Like I just like what the, the origin of comedy is tragedy. And like, I, I find like comedy in the fucked up shit that's happening all the time. And I can find things to laugh at. Um, because that's kind of how I deal with things. It's like, a. um, I don't know. I've always been like a really big like comedy person my whole life. And like, that's how like a lot of comedians deal with the darkness in their life is by, you know, finding ways to make fun of it and, and laugh about it, which in, in a way I think um, when I like watching, watching some stuff and like thinking about the other Thor movies and then like, like I've, cause I've seen people drawing the line from Thor one through the MCU to love and thunder and saying that love and thunder is another movie in which um in which uh or is is a movie in which thor reverts and and like we're watching thor go through like a character transformation that he's already gone through Mm -hmm. like uh, a mature like they said they basically said like this is we're seeing like thor from the first thor again go through like he's reckless and he's cocky and he's he's all these different things but i think it's very different um and i think it's uh i think it's pretty fucking shallow that people are uh people are saying like oh you know that like this this doesn't make sense for a character because he he already he already matured through this well i'm 33 years old and there have been multiple points in my life where i thought i was fucking mature and I was fucking wrong. I was absolutely fucking wrong. Like there have been moments in my life where I was super serious. And I thought every, I thought I knew fucking everything in the world. And I now can look back and go, wow, I was a fucking idiot then. And I've matured so much since then. And there've been times in my life when something was going on to me and I reverted back to fucking childhood, fucking teenage fucking mentalities 
to cope with whatever was going on in my life that I didn't have any fucking ability to cope with. So the idea that the idea that a character has to follow the the character arc and growth without ever having any sort of setback that it's always constant fucking constant growth never never deviating that's like that's like capitalist mentality that like doesn't fucking work out that's like believing that like the cost like the the like bitcoin's going to go to the fucking moon it's fucking incredibly short-sighted and, and like unrealistic expectation that that you're not going to have to like it's fucking it's you know it's fucking uh killing time and it's you know two steps forward two steps forward two steps forward ten steps back like it's you fucking you will fall back you will fall down there are things that you don't that you think you like because from thor to thor dark world we see we thor we see a young brash arrogant guy get checked and have to mature in thor dark world we see this man deal with love for the first time in his life. In Thor Ragnarok, we kind of just get it all fucking spun on its head where we see him lose that love and not really and kind of fall into like a like a I don't know, like like in 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 my this is where I relate. In 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 a moment of loss, he got comedic he found himself where he was like the straight man who like things were happening and he would and the funny thing was was that he didn't understand what was going on and in thor ragnarok we finally get a thor who's aware of things that are going on and he's finding ways to like kind of like enjoy it or at least like have some sort of like like levity in the chaos and then from thor ragnarok we see him lose his dad mm -hmm. and go through an insane law, find out that his whole world was a lie that his dad had lied to him about the existence of his daughter. And they'd done a bunch of bad things. Like he had a sister who's fucked up and was, you know, doing very, very evil things and had to be like shut down. And then he was never told about it. And, uh, and also like this guy's hundreds of years old, like 1500 years old or something like this. And he's literally never really had to deal with loss up until dark world when he loses his mother and in Ragnarok, he loses his father. Like you've met, he's literally never had to deal with death. And then all in the scope of like eight or eight or 10 years, he loses, he not only loses family members, finds out he has family members he didn't know about and they are, you know, fucked up and evil. And this is also the first Thor movie we've seen without Loki That's because true. Loki is dead <laughs> is real dead to Thor at least because he yeah, doesn't know he, about anything that's he, going on. Yeah. He doesn't know about he the, is, the other He's real dead and in, mm. in, in does not appear to be coming back because the trick Loki was playing was that he wasn't trying to stab Thanos in the fucking neck and he got caught and he got killed. And so again, we're watching Thor go through a heavy loss that he's never gone through before. And it makes sense that he would be, you know, sending the Bifrost through a building and like just kind of fucking up and just not really having it together. And he's also being, you know, thrusted into forced interactions with an ex, which who in their right mind has ever dealt with that very well. 
especially when it's the first woman you ever loved and, and all this shit. Like to me, to me, I, I find it very, wouldn't it be nice to be able to behave in a perfect way up to everyone's standards when you're in impossible situations. And to me, I think that's something I, I, I appreciate with Taika Waititi is he's able to like have the characters be stupid because we're fucking stupid, dude. We're just all stupid. Nobody knows what they're really doing. Anybody who is, anybody who says that they do is a liar. Like we're all fumbling our way through the dark, trying to figure this shit out. And I, uh, to me, that's what this movie felt like. There was one person who really had a, a dedicated drive in this movie and uh, he almost won. <laughs> And I, I don't want to gloss over the events of, um, you know, yeah. Endgame and, and Infinity War, because obviously he went through his own trauma from, uh, you know, ha- having to kill Thanos and, um, you know, almost killing Thanos. Well, 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 hold on, let me back up. For almost killing Thanos and then kind of, you know, fumbling the ball and um, everybody getting, you know, uh, blipped out. And then he had to come back and uh, he didn't want to take any chances the second time around. And he just, you know, decapitated Thanos. And obviously uh, people don't realize that, you know, that kind of stuff takes a toll on you mentally even to, to do something like that. Uh, it's uh, like pretty rough yeah, as failed. well. Yeah, he failed. And then we, we saw that, that, like, that, you know, that him deal with it in mm. in uh in endgame and you know even in endgame when they're taught when he's up there trying to give the talk he starts going on about jane <laughs> yeah he and then it's obviously uh, still bothering him <laughs> tony stark had to you know try, try to reel him back in he's yeah. like come on come on um but okay i, I just want to talk about my movie theater experience because yeah, uh, obviously let's, let's get through that before we get into the movie the 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 last um actually i'm like probably like the last like three or four times that we, we did this i went and i saw the movies in 4dx but this time i'm like you know what my showing's pretty early i don't want to be on like a roller coaster i just want to be able to vibe out so i just chose like the next theater down and it was like screen x so I'm like, oh, i've never heard of this before it sounds like a like an imax ripoff so like let's just go with it like not a big deal and I go and the the movie is projected like normally right on the the main screen, but then there's uh, like specific scenes um, that they um, you know obviously uh, created or shot in a certain way where it would project on the main screen, but then the left wall and then the right wall. So we were like in this like immersive experience, and I was like, "What the hell is this? I've never experienced anything like this before." Um, and it was it was okay. It wasn't like I don't think it was worth the extra couple dollars to be in that experience. I probably would have preferred just to be in a normal theater because it did brighten up the room. So it, it, that was a little awkward. But um, that was like my screen X experience. So it's just like, all right, next time uh, I want to just go to a normal theater. So I think I'm going to drop down two tiers and not do a screen I think X. It's fucking time, my dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it, it was pretty interesting. I'm um, not my favorite thing, um, but yeah, I, I guess that, that was better than getting you know uh, you know shaken up for uh, the like two hours that that movie ran. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Was there much water in it? Would you have been sprayed in the face very much? Uh, I don't. I think maybe during like the the scene where they go to see Zeus, maybe I I, I imagine maybe that yeah. with all like the gold sprinkles and stuff. Um, yeah. But all right, l- l- let's get into this movie. Um, it opens up. We you see uh, Gore uh, and his daughter. They're like dying on their planet, which like I didn't even know the movie was starting when I saw that. I'm like, oh, this is like a pretty cool demonstration of what Screen X is because they didn't do any trailers. <laughs> they didn't do any trailers. <laughs> Dude, your fucking life, man. 
it was yeah so i was just like oh this, i like i was like oh is this like a god of war movie because he kind of looked like uh you know kratos from god of war so i was like oh i was like oh. i was like i didn't know they're doing a god of war movie but all right like let's see what screen x is all about and then as it's going i'm like i don't think this is a preview and it, it kind of clicked i'm like oh shit this is the actual movie so like yeah I, I was like like confused for like the first five minutes because i literally thought i was watching a preview to an upcoming movie not realizing that the actual movie had already started oh dude that's fucked because i so we got all of our fucking previews or whatever mm-hmm. um we went to a normal fucking movie theater i <laughs> do which i think i highly i highly suggest you do next time um i thought i thought that the opening for thor love and thunder is probably a top top five or top 10 marvel movie opening for me i'm curious why i well i, I fucking really like christian bale man mm-hmm. I, I i just i thought they did such a good job with um it just it looked it just looked fucking hopeless yeah they're like they really they said a lot in such a short little five like five to ten minutes i'm like you really understood how fucked things were like when he's when they're just when he's just her cuddled like cuddled up shielding her from the sand mm -hmm. like i don't know just every like so much of the like because there was no dialogue over that really yeah he didn't say much it was mostly just visual like representations of just hopeless fucking like like fucking famine <laughs> and like uh i mean he was you know praying for water at one point and it didn't come um and then him like stumbling getting called into the oasis or whatever like dude i don't know i just i guess the fact that i've never been i was never not raised religious and everything I've seen in my life has been basically just kind of showed me that like religion's a fucking scam mm -hmm. and like spirituality. I do believe in like spirituality. I believe in like, like I think, I think moshing is very spiritual. I think fucking stage diving is very spiritual. I think hardcore and punk and like community is spiritual. I think skateboarding spiritual. Like I think all of these different, like I think the good, like the good and the bad, all the feelings that we have is like, is like a very spiritual experience that we have in this world where we connect with other people and we disconnect. Um, but like religion has always just seemed like complete fucking bullshit to me. So just that interaction where he's like talking to his, his God who he's a devotee to and like saying like, you know, why, like what, like what you're, you're celebrating, like, like I'm your last devoted, like I'm your last devotee. Like I'm the last person who, who worships you and you you let my daughter die like like why didn't you help us and he basically kind of says like oh look at you fucking others like when you're because he, when he's like rejecting and he's like he's like oh well, whatever there'll be more there'll be more people who are devoted to me like i'm not worried about it like which i don't know i think to me it like it speaks to two different aspects of what religion is where like especially like a lot of like the like western religions like have very much like a hero complex like christianity like you pray to god like you are significant to god like if god was real and god existed on the the magnitude that god would have to exist like your prayer is even a fucking 
it's like Superman listening to the earth, trying to figure out who he's going to fucking go down and save. It's like, that's, that's fucking, that's so fucking insane to think that you're important enough or your problems are important enough to be like actually addressed by the God, like fucking get over yourself. But then at the, the other like aspect of it is if there was a God, like um, I heard a joke, I heard a joke recently and it, like, it really fucked me up because I thought it was one of the most upsetting jokes I've ever heard. Um, but it was a joke about God. And um, so this guy, this guy dies and he goes to heaven and, um, and he meets God and God's like showing him around heaven. He's like, Hey, you know, this is this, and this is that. And he's like, he's like, Oh, well, thank you. And he's like, he's like, he's like, Oh no, it's fine, man. You know, just, you know, do your thing. And he's like, he's like, well, you know, no, thank you. Like, thank you for like earth, like, and like, you know, birds and, you know, sea otters and like the uh, the beach like it's, it was all awesome it was great i enjoyed it i loved it and he was like he's like oh no man he's like it's, it's good to meet a fan he's like yeah no man forest like great job forest like like uh like movies it was all awesome like you just did a good job and god's uh god's like yeah well dude it's really nice to be appreciated like thank you for saying something and um and the guy says uh you want it would you like to hear a joke and god's like oh i love jokes yeah you know i you know tell me your joke and um the guy tells a holocaust joke and God looks at him and he goes, man, I really don't think that's funny at all. And the guy says, oh, I guess you had to be there. Terrible. And that's it. Like, so mm-hmm. if there is a God, how do things like that happen? There is no God. Yeah. Like, it doesn't exist. If, because it, or if it does exist, it's cruel as fuck. Yeah. It lets horrifying things happen. If... Yeah, I, I I honestly think that um, if there there is a god, there are, there are gods, whatever. I feel like it would go just how it went for Gore, right? We show yes, up. Yes, that's exactly how it would go. Yeah, and that's why I think it's legitimately like a top ten fucking Marvel opening to the point where like like I can understand the movie getting backlash just based on that mm-hmm. because like I don't know if you've noticed the world is horrifyingly religious it's pretty and, scary and like this movie straight up said the gods are corrupt like mm-hmm. it may not have gone into the christian god because the christian god does not seem to be represented in marvel which i'm fucking wait, fine with wait they there's uh, i i watched this this thing where um you know obviously with like uh throughout the mcu history they do acknowledge like god um, you know, like the Christianity God. And th- th- there was a scene um, when the, uh, and also we're, we're skipping ahead here, but there's a scene where um, uh, Valkyrie, you know, she's like, oh, there's the God of uh, sleep or whatever. And then she goes, oh, there's like the, gar- the, the God of, of carpentry, but he was off screen. And then everybody's alluding like, oh, that might be, <laughs> that might've been Jesus, but. And you know what? That's fucking fine. Yeah. If Jesus is the God of carpentry. That's fucking fine. Yeah. I'm fully fine with that. But like in, in in marvel like it's it's like it, it's funny because it's it's like fucking mephesto and like like satan is almost represented more than like the christian god like the the christian idea of satan is more represented i don't know i think it's uh like i think this movie like like it it being made it having natalie portman in it like it having tessa thompson people fucking hate tessa thompson i don't know uh, what the fuck she did i i've loved her since i saw her in creed same 
Mm-hmm. Same. I think that was the first thing I saw her in too. People fucking hate her. I don't know what she did, but people really do not like Tessa Thompson. Um, I'm sure she said Black Lives Matter or something. Um, wow. And uh, that'll do it. Um, but yeah, like, uh, like, so I can see like a lot of like a lot of the hate from this movie coming from like very, very unfair places. And which is why like talking to you and having the feeling like you didn't like it and you opening up with, I don't think I like Taika Waititi's movies. And also Thor's my least favorite Avenger. It's like, okay, Jamie, you have permission to not like this movie. You are who this movie isn't for. Yeah. But also I I think it's just bad timing because you got to think too, right? We're, we're, we're halfway through this phase and just to have even gotten to this point, it, it's it's been an uphill battle, right? With the pandemic, um, you know, pushing so many projects back. The yeah, death and these of, were supposed uh, to come out in different orders. It, yeah, Wasn't Guardians supposed to come out before this. Yeah, but but even with like yeah. the 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 whole Guardians um, debacle, and like I was about to say, uh, Chadwick Boseman um, passing away, rest in peace. And then even with um, movies just failing to deliver, like Eternals. And these uh, starting to seem like these pointless Disney Plus series because I, I feel like I, I feel like I'm being hoodwinked, right? Because there is um, like the beginning was so awesome, and I just feel like it's just kind of hitting this plateau where like when I and I hate to do this, but when I compare them to what Marvel Netflix was doing, we were on this like you know this crazy trajectory outside of defenders outside of um, iron fist but when you look at where season three of iron like fist, defenders it's not my favorite thing but w- but when you look where the trajectory where like season three of uh, iron fist was going to go and um, they're going overseas that would have been fucking awesome luke cage you know we're left with him maybe being the villain of his that own villain, series yes. and then daredevil just being immaculate it's just like from miss marvel to uh, if you compare winter soldier or excuse me um, falcon winter soldier to miss marvel it's like it's just like it seems like this whole thing is built for two different people which is not what marvel netflix was yeah i mean well luckily we're gonna get somewhat of a return because daredevil's coming back and no he's gonna th- th- some, some <laughs> I, like like i'm happy because i love charlie cox uh he he, he deserves his own movie I'll, I'll bang that drum till the end of time but it's just the, the product's not delivering, right? Like, um, Moon Knight was awesome, but it seems like they're just kind of boxing him out. Like, he's not going anywhere. Miss Marvel, it, it's too kitty, it, and it, it's it's kind of annoying. Like, I I know I'm you have two. I'm only two episodes mm-hmm. in, so I don't I don't really feel like I've got uh, I've got a, a well enough. I will say this: uh, I'm enjoying it more than I thought I would based on the trailer. Mm-hmm. And I know people are probably screaming and pounding the keyboards. She's a teenager, and I, I know, but I feel like the show is just geared towards just like a way younger audience. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, no. I mean, it feels like it, like like Degrassi with superheroes, and and, um, and it's just so far. It's just kind of weird. I don't know. And then like obviously She Hulk around the corner, which I love she hulk but it's just like okay i, I I'm, I'm trying to look at everything big picture right because because that's how they've, they've yeah. set us up and trained us to, to think that mm-hmm. everything's connected it's all gonna lead to this one big event and then there's gonna be uh or another reset because of um you know the the fallout or whatever big event happens but it just i'm just kind of puzzled i'm like where, where does any of this fit in yeah i mean i hear like like i know we're getting we're we're getting away from thor and we're into big picture right now but i hear like like lots of talk that there's like this um the incursions 
set up in Doctor Strange or setting up a um, a Secret Wars sort of situation where we're going to have the different universes battling each other for like which one's going to gonna I don't know keep it yeah well, um, ours is always going to win but I mean we'll see we'll see what happens I I think there's going to be a merging of universes yeah and I think that's how we're going to get certain characters and whatever which is certain which is fine like I'm, I'm I'm totally fine with that but I just feel like mm-hmm. like circumstances for where we're at in the phase just it, yeah, well, it's, it's just bad what what I think they're doing right now is they're they're crowding the field for a call. Mm-hmm. Like they're crowding the field right now to get as many people out for the battle that they can, because I know there's no, not everybody is going to survive. And I think that's, I think I would honestly is as dark as it sounds like it would almost be like, um, like, karmically righteous for them to be making these shows as best they can seeing which ones are the most popular and then killing the least popular characters well it's like easy uh uh captain marvel kill her captain marvel's got a different thing going against her though man you gotta you gotta give it you got people fucking hate brie larson and it has nothing to do with the Captain Marvel thing. It has everything to do with with misogyny. Well, she she got famous and then she started acting brand new. Um, I mean, she was she was always in geeky shit though. I mean, she was in fucking Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. Like she was great in that. I think. Well, and this is the this is the thing. I mean, do people come after fucking uh, um, what's her face? Uh, uh, Evan Rachel Wood. People come after Evan Rachel Wood hard as fuck. Just because she said Marilyn Manson fucked her up, mm-hmm. you you cross the wrong people, and you got people who have all the time in the day to just be on the internet. Dude, I I experienced Believe that recently. Me. Dude, trust I I know you know that, but trust me, I <laughs> it, I I posted um uh I posted a screenshot of me listening to Brand New, and I had people coming at me like I was just like, geez, it's seven in the morning. I'm I just like leave me alone like dude I got friends who listen to almost exclusively nothing but brand new sometimes and it's it's to me to me my 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 issue with with things like that why I can't go back to brand new why I can't go back to newfound glory um, you can't go back to newfound glory no because he wrote too many of the lyrics oh wow he wrote too many of the lyrics and now I know what those lyrics are about interesting yeah. okay yeah, no no, no and that's my thing that's my thing too with with like um i mean and i don't know i i've heard this shit about uh like um uh chris connelly singer saves the day there's apparently like shit about him too that has me looking at his lyrics too and going like oh god fuck. Like, mm. like what does like, this really mean like yeah what does this really mean mm. and that's my thing that's my issue with jesse lacy is like like it's it's one thing it's one thing to uh it's one thing to fuck up and it's another thing to like have like a history of it but also like i believe in separating art from artists i mean i fucking uh i'll still watch fucking um wonder woman and i hate gal gadot mm-hmm. like i think she's a piece of shit i think she sucks but uh you know i'll still watch those movies like there's like um 
I'll still watch an Aquaman movie or a fucking. Uh, oh, you're crossing the line right there. Or a movie with Johnny Depp in it, and I don't fucking like either of them anymore. You, we we don't stand for Amber Heard supporters. Dude, I just don't <laughs> give a shit. I just think that should have been none of my fucking business. True. Like it's, that's my thing. Is yeah, and, that, and that's and that's and that's where I kind of draw the line. Is like I can separate art from art from artist when whatever was being done is none of my fucking business mm-hmm. like sure it sucks to know sometimes but like also like what the fuck ever which brand new record are you listening to i was listening to daisy because I, I i posted song oh, Bo- that, honestly i'd come after you for listening to daisy i did not like it well okay because i had posted i was listening to the song bought a bride and then this uh a guy he knows who he is um he was like coming at me he was like yeah he uh, he like bought like a teenager and all this stuff. And I'm like, Ooh. I'm like, wait, he bought a teenager. Like, I don't fucking know this. I'm not like JC or Jesse Lacey Stan. So I had to go like look Dude, this up. And I'm not on the internet either. I, everything I hear is something I overhear in the show. Yeah. So I never know how much to believe of anything anybody says. Yeah. So anyways, so I, I, I hear this and I'm like, oh, I was like, all right. I was like, I was like, let me go dive deep and see what, um, if like, you know, this you know story is true. So I go and I, I spend like two hours reading, uh, you know, all these old articles from all these like, you know, websites, um, you know, from, from both sides. Right. Um, you know, uh, and, I was just like, I don't, I don't, this doesn't involve me and it sucks. Right. Cause I, I enjoyed the music. I didn't know all that stuff happened until I spent those two hours and I got pretty deep, but it, it was pretty weird because I, oh, I will say about, I will, I will say okay. about Daisy. So I liked brand new when I first heard it. And as I got older, I started to come around to every later era, brand new record as mm-hmm. I matured, I felt like I matured up to the point where I could enjoy different brand new records. Like I, uh, the devil and God, I always thought that record was full of shit. And then one day I heard it and it sounded different to me and I enjoyed it. I don't think I got too mature enough for Daisy before he got canceled. I enjoyed their, uh, you know, musical progression. I still don't really like science fiction that much. And your favorite weapon um, is still my favorite album. Um, it's pretty it's pretty relentlessly good. And it's just like that. That's what one, I, one trash track on it. And it's obvious. I'm curious which track. No seatbelt song, dude. Sucks. It's uh, throw I, it away. It, it's part Save of the album. Song. I'll, I'll it's take the it. Blood soaked memories of pop punk. I'll, I'll take it. But um, yeah, so I I, I spent two hours um, you know researching this thing. Then I'm like, why am I even researching this? Like, I, like I'm not gonna go and like argue with this guy in my DMs about brand new because yeah. they don't mean that much to me. Like I yeah. haven't listened to brand. That was the first time I listened to brand new this year, right? We're here mid July. Yeah. Like, like the thing is, what what does the internet expect you to say? Oh, you're right. My bad. I don't know, and just like like people like try to like they try to hold people to like you know their own standards of what a good human being is. I'm not perfect. I just try to do my best to you know be kind and, and enjoy my life. Like like I've I've always said it publicly. Like I'm not a perfect person. I'm not out here supporting people getting uh you know uh you know sexually assaulted or any of that bad stuff. But it's just like I didn't know till I, I did the you know the, that two hour research, and it's just like uh, Jamie, you listened to brand new, so now you have to commit sabaku, dude. It, it's it, the only way. It's it, it's crazy, but see, but but I can't let people like that get to me because it's just yeah. like like I'm not no, gonna please the, those kind of people. It's just like I'm gonna go about my day. I got my brand new fix in. It's just like if you don't like what I posted, that's totally fine. I don't like. I got plenty of people who hate the shit that I post. There's a couple simple solutions, right? You can unfollow me. You can mute me. 
go on about your business. It's not that serious. I'm not the most important person in the world. I'm just a dude who is posting shit on the internet, just like everybody else. And I'm not out here trying to like, campaign for people to, you know, start listening to Daisy. It's just like, it's like, if you know, you know, whatever, just do your thing. Like, I don't fucking care. I don't know. I think brand new is paying you to show for them. You're, um, in, you're part of big brand new. Uh, no, I, I, I've said, you know, what's crazy is <laughs> you're, I, you're in the, you're in the pocket of big brand new. I know it, my dude. No, you're trying to whitewash brand new. Uh, Jesse Lacey podcast incoming. <laughs> Um, oh, fuck. no, but okay. But going way back to the original point, um, I just yeah. feel like, uh, uh, Thor is just, it's just, in my opinion, bad timing because of where the MCU is in its current state. Yeah, I can see that. And it's just like, like it wasn't the worst movie. Like I'm not going to trash it and say that it was worse than Eternals, worse than Black Widow. No, it's it, the second, it's the second best Thor movie. That's what it's going to be. I, 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 okay. How do you rank them? Ragnarok, this one, first one, Dark World. Okay. That's, that's standard. That's how it should be. I, I, I agree with that. It's, it's, it's this, it's the second best Storm movie. It'll never move up. Um, it will, it will stay that mostly because of Christian Bale. <laughs> um, and, but I will say Christian Bale is a, a very high tier Marvel villain. But they handicapped him so bad. I don't think so. You don't think so? He he. On screen, we saw one kill. Yeah, but we we. I mean, so. Okay, well, um, and he wasn't even Gore the God Butcher at that point. He was like training wheels, like like okay, the the Necrosaur is calling to me. Like here's all these visions. Yeah, all right, you saw you saw the aftermath of. Of, of some of it you saw you saw how, how you saw that people were freaked about it true people didn't want to admit to it but people were freaked about it i to me so here if we're gonna have an issue with uh with gore the god butcher then we're gonna have to bring up another marvel villain who was extremely cool and we saw him do a fucking nothing ronan the accuser well he, he got owned he got owned but he was led to be this fucking... He was supposed to be Darth Vader. Mm -hmm. He was supposed to be Darth fucking Vader. Darth Vader out there, not really... Darth Vader blows up... Blows up a fucking planet. Mm -hmm. He chokes his homie in the fucking boardroom. Everyone's terrified of him. Everywhere he goes. The, the, the only thing you get from Ronan is that like Nebula is a little uneasy around him. Yeah. But then again, Nebula's fucking dad is the biggest bad. So like, I don't know. And like, the the only thing you really get from Ronan is Ronan. They when they don't find them at the fucking prison, he has everybody killed, and it's like, oh, they're already in fucking prison. Now you're just gonna kill them all. Cool. Um, but like, aside from that, like, sure he comes for for Xander mm -hmm. uh, at the end. But like, I don't know. I just I think I think. Uh, I really loved Guardians 1. It was one of, like, it su surprised me immensely to the point where I fucking loved it. Then I kind of, I, I, like, read something going through, like, how disappointing Ronan was. And it kind of changed my mind on the movie. It didn't make me love it any less. Like, I still liked it a lot. 
But I was like, damn, they really fucking missed the fuck. They really fumbled the bag on this incredibly set up villain. Because it was like Lee Pace is fucking awesome. And they, you know, they left something to be desired. But Christian Bale, every second that he was on screen, he was terrifying. I felt the other time I was like a little like, okay, this is kind of creepy. Is just like that first battle when they were like in uh, uh, New Asgard. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I was like, this guy, like, and, and, okay, I loved it. And, and I and I also I have to address. I know that there were deleted scenes where he allegedly yeah. killed more people. Um, also, he cut all his tattoos off. Yeah. So, and I'm. Um, yeah, uh, you know, Tycho, what TD said, there's gonna be no director's cut, so we're probably never gonna see uh, a, a director's cut. But it's just like I feel like they purposely, you know, because they they know they they know the source material, they they know how brutal that villain actually is. But for them to only show one kill, which is the weakest kill, you know, he like he killed that guy, the the sun god Rapu, or whatever, and it wasn't even that badass. Because uh, this, the other gods that he took down, obviously, like you know, Zeus is trying to downplay. Oh, they're lower level gods, whatever. But mm-hmm. it would have been badass to see him put in some work. Yeah. No, and I and I can like to a certain extent, like I I can I can back you on that. But I I still think like I think what we got of him, compare comparing him, like let's roll down the fucking list, like like who who's top of the heap. Well, and, and this is and this is another thing to, to to that has to factor in, not just brutality and fucking like um in like action sequence or battle, but intent. Their conviction, they're they're going about the movie like they're the hero. Mm-hmm. Killmonger did an incredible job for that. I think Gore Gore the Gobbitcher did an incredible job of that. Um I mean, what other what other villains come close? Thanos is number one. Thanos is Thanos is really fucking good. Thanos is really fucking good. I don't think Thanos is my number one though. Really, See, Thanos is the only one that left me with my jaw dropped. I'm sure with everybody, right after Infinity War, when he actually got off the snap and just like we walked out of See, there. I wasn't jaw dropped by that. I was really jaw dropped by him fucking snapping Loki's neck. Dude, really? That my jaw fucking dropped. My jaw dropped when he fucking snapped Loki's neck and gave Hulk the fucking works. That was what fucked me up about Thanos. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was that that? But that was also. I mean, yo, you're right. They should have showed Gore the God Butcher fucking some people up because that would have had a better effect. We've seen him going after somebody the way fucking Thanos goes after the Hulk. Yeah. Fucking working him over fucking hard. That would have been legit. That would have been real. And and to think the 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 weapon he is wielding, right? It's this god slaying sword. It's just I just I I just thought I just thought every way he moved, Mm -hmm. every line. So there's another thing about this movie. I don't think this movie had a script except for Christian Bale. I'm gonna get to that (laughs) because there's one scene. I don't think this movie had a script. I don't think there were lines written on the script. I think there was a general idea okay. of we need to get from point A to point B. And the only person who had lines who were written down for this movie was Christian Bale. I think everybody else was just winging it. They played their characters. They've done their thing. They're all fucking, they're all, they're all, they, they know what they're doing. Everything is improv. It's all fucking, you know, whatever. Like so many of the lines felt like just ramblings, which I, I thought that was fucking awesome. I thought it was very funny the 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 to give this great magnitude of thor giving this speech that is just 
so stupid. But then he goes out there and nobody can argue with him because he's a fucking god and he's fucking shit up. And like when he like, dude, we are just bouncing all around the movie. So movie opens up. He fucks the sun, the sun god, gets fucking cursed. But dude, the line, the line he gives at the beginning of the movie when he takes when he's got the sword and the sun god says to him, like, like, the, you know, sword chose you, blah, 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 blah. Like you're going to like you're cursed now to, to slay the gods. And he says, a curse sounds more like a promise. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't feel like a curse. It feels more like a promise. That's one of the hardest lines. That's the goddamn Fury of Five line. Like, that's, that's hard as shit. But one thing I, I have to point out, too, obviously, um, the origins of the actual weapon. I hate mm-hmm. that there's these you know uh, blurred lines that they still can't cross over. Couldn't they have called up Sony and been like, hey let us you know use the yeah. actual name uh and, yeah. and it's like how do they not have that relationship where it's like dude like they've made so much money together like yeah just, just let them use a sword sony is still can sony is still convinced and dude we really do need to do the morbius watch through and, and talk about it i'm waiting on you yeah tell me when have you seen it yet no because i want to i want to watch it and talk I'm about so, it like when it's I fresh on my mind for it's so bad man i really don't want to pay for it but i guess i'm gonna have to it's on amazon yeah, no, it's on prime so, video don't you have amazon prime yeah but you still have to pay to rent it oh really right. yeah look, i checked it's right. not for free yeah it's bullshit um yeah sony's trying to squeeze you man um but yeah sony's still convinced they can make something out of this dude they're wrong they're fucking wrong i i did you watch carnage yet no fucking I, awful dude i i, I refuse because like when, when i think about like that sect of like marvel it's this thing that they've been trying for so long, right? It's something that they've been trying since like the Tobey Maguire days. And it's just like, dude, let it go pass over the reins. Uh, it, it, it sucks. Cause like th- there's a silk movie, right? I'm, I'm a huge fan of silk. Shout out to all my Asians out there, but it's going to suck. I know it's going to suck. There's no way silk's going to come out and be the next big thing. It's going to be another botched spider verse film. And it's going to be embarrassing. So like, it, it's just annoying. Cause I, I wish, uh in, in the worst thing that it could be the worst thing that it could be is kind of good yeah and no and it's because just, then that's just going to convince them they can keep doing it yeah because that's my thing dude i actually kind of like the first venom movie i walked out i kind of thought it was charming how i thought it was, i thought it was kind of charming i kind of enjoyed it i also like You're... i, I like riz i like rizomet a lot so like i was i was pretty into him being the villain also the fact that they basically made the villain elon musk was pretty incredible um I, uh, I I I appreciated the first Venom, dude. So the the theater that we go to, the distance from the from the theater that we're normally in for these movies, and the door to leave is about the distance of a football field or so. Mm-hmm. And out of the Eternals and Carnage, around the same point in that walk, I stopped being able to argue that that movie was worth anything. <laughs> Yeah, like about three quarters of the way to the door, I was like, "Okay, that fucking sucked." Like, because I, you know me, I'm looking for something to like about this shit. I'm looking for something to walk away and be like, "Yeah, I didn't waste my money. I didn't waste my fucking time." That was like, I was really pissed that I wasted my money and time that Sunday morning for Thor. I'm so sorry. It's whatever, but. I don't know. I'm so sorry. I, I I loved it. I thought it was good. I thought it was great. I thought it was I thought it was not as good as Ragnarok, but better than the other ones. And I'm 
pretty much like the first Thor. Okay. Aside from the bleach fucking eyebrows, it's it's pretty fucking decent movie. But uh, I mean, even in this in this fucking phase we're in right now, like you know, Spider Man's definitely the best one. Next would be Doctor Strange, and I think this one gives is about the same as Black Widow to me. Yeah, That's- I will say this, dude. I watched the making of Black Widow the other day, and they said something about the movie and the making of Black Widow that I realize it's it's a lot fucking it's a lot fucking better than a lot of people are giving it credit for, especially knowing what's going on in this country right now. Because they were talking about how the movie is about women's bodily autonomy. Mm-hmm. And I got to say <laughs> that that is pretty fucking on the nose. Yeah. And with current events, I, I can't be. I, definitely I agree changes. With that. The, like, it really does kind of put it in your face a little bit more that, like, Black Widow really was saying something. And people just really don't like, people really hate women. <laughs> Yeah, I, I did see this uh, this funny comment. I, I know a lot of people are going to be um, upset about it, but I, I saw because um, there was like this, this outrage over Black Panther because there was a, a a leak of like some merchandise. So it had um, the first um, uh, our, our first uh, you know uh, uh, sight of what Riri Williams is going to look like and Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And this guy was going off on Twitter. Some random person, I don't know who he is. I was just going through the the, the thread because I saw that. Black Panther was training. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, did they announce something crazy? But it was because of that leak. Um, but this uh, the, the, this guy, he was uh, he was just going off. He was just like, this this is like bullshit. Like, why is um, uh, uh, you know Jane Foster the new Thor? Even though I don't even know if you watched the movie because uh, spoiler, she she fucking she dead. <laughs> um, but he's going off. He was like, he's like, this is not the MCU. This is the MCU. And, yep. I, and I was like, well, I've never that's heard that. I've never heard that's, that before. The, the most pro- one of the things I check after we watch these things, I check the most problematic reviewers I'm aware of mm-hmm. to make sure I don't agree with anything they say. And that is what they call this now. They call it the MCU. I've never heard that it's before. The, it's, it's the incel term for, for the Marvel movies. Yeah. They can't stop giving Marvel their money, though. I I was like, where? Like, you know, they can't stop doing it. They're I'm not that clever. Money. Uh, I'm, I'm not that clever. You're um, not sexist. Yeah, maybe that's maybe maybe that's the thing. Yes, that's, that's it. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, you know, there it is. There's the truth. The cat's out of the bag. Jamie's not sexist. Um, yeah, I was just mind blown. That'll be cancelable at some point. Yeah, they're, they're on this on the, at this rate that you'll be canceled for that. Someday. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to clip that one part where Jamie says yep. MCU, but it's just like it's taken out of context. Go listen to the, the whole snippet, but whatever. Um, but I, I, I was just tripping out because um, I, I, I couldn't believe that. But yeah, it's really unnecessary. Um, OK, but there's just one thing I, I, I want to get to because the okay. the the beginning, I was hoping we were going to see more guardians but obviously i i, I watched mm-hmm. some interviews with um the director and he's like you know they have their own movie so i didn't want them to play like a big part there was an idea for them to come back at the end of the movie which i'll get to that uh i but, really thought they were for a second when he was gonna have to go it alone i thought that was maybe gonna happen yeah we'll get there but but in like that whole beginning part with guardians i found it really interesting that drax literally said nothing and i'm like is that because of uh how his relationship is with uh disney and marvel because he's so outspoken and he's he's basically you know 
ready to go. He's he's gonna, you know, after Guardians three, he's done. Now we're gonna be Drax again. And I'm like, maybe maybe they just like boxed him out because Groot, Mantis, Rocket, Star Lord. I mean, he had a few lines. He was you know Drax? screaming and, and yeah. I swear he didn't say a single word. No, nah, he had a couple lines where he was he was he was pretty. He was like he was like we're gonna he was like yelling. He's like we're about to be killed. Blah 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 blah. Or he's right. like he said something like like we're gonna die out here like he 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 said he had a few lines but not really not many but I mean dude I got a I got a idea of why Batista's gonna have to walk away from being Drax at some point because Batista's fucking old dude yeah but he it takes he, a lot of work to stay that fucking big yeah that's true he's he is I think one of the most massive massively muscular actors like action movie actors but i feel like the easy way to combat that is just give him like a suit <laughs> right like here yeah but i just don't think he's that guy though yeah he's not that guy who's gonna wear a fucking suit he he is because I, I me and ashton were talking about this because we were talking about physiques because i'm you know on the kinsey scale um which is bullshit as well but uh regardless we were talking about men's physiques on the way home and I was talking about uh, how I think Hemsworth was in. I, I said it's fucked up that Hemsworth is is like what fifteen years deep in this character, and I think he's in the best physical shape of his life mm-hmm. for this Thor movie, because for the first time in this Thor movie, he's like he's like proportionally big. Because I don't know if you like because you hate it, <laughs> but if you've gone back and watched the first Thor, Thor: Dark World, he, he's like fucking skinny. Yeah. No, I, I, I like, watch like highlight but, clips and stuff recently. But he has like the massive fucking arms. So he's like doing like a very disproportionate workout to get these massive arms and then having to do extreme cutting to get his like, like, like abs and like all that like stuff like cut down. Where like that you have to do like this like crazy bulk and then like a crazy like, like you like fast out, like you basically don't drink water for like a fucking week and like your your you know your muscles like pop out more and you um and you lose a lot of your like midsection as well like when you wake up in the morning you're like thinner than you are at night because you don't have any water in you um but uh in this movie like seeing hemsworth's physique i'm like oh he looks fucking natural he looks like naturally huge and um and i think like batista and uh to a certain extent like um i know uh fucking uh channing tatum did a little bit and for some movies too is um they got like naturally big where they like well batista got and stayed there and is still there but like he has fat too he's like very very muscular but like there's like proportions that like wouldn't be acceptable like a few years ago but it gets to the point where it's like but he's trying to get like as huge as you can possibly get and like in order to get that big you have to have a frame that can support it so like it looks more proportional, looks more natural. And um, sorry to geek out on fucking men's bodies right now, but uh, um, as a person who works out all the fucking time, I do think about these things. Um, but I just I don't know. I, I appreciate that, and I will. But I will say like that's got to take so much fucking work that I just don't think he he could keep up being as huge as he is to play Drax, which is I mean he's not as big now as he was in that first Guardians movie. But dude, that first Guardians movie, he is fucking crazy looking. He looks like a fucking comic book character. Yeah, and he's younger back then too. 
who who's the motherfucker who who drew those uh those wild uh cable uh comics when like in when he drew deadpool deadpool is like a fucking... rob liefeld yeah he looked like that mm-hmm. <laughs> like actually like made up muscle muscular like it's unreal but yeah no i uh drax did have some lines but i was hoping for some more guardians but at the same time like they were supposed to thor was supposed to be in their movie they weren't supposed to be in his it, and it just i don't know it, it just seemed like yeah, it was just weird and i get that they had to like show them departing because obviously they were together last time we had seen them all so it, it makes sense but i i just didn't like how um they just seemed so useless they seem so useless yeah because like well, it, no, but again i think that was the point of this movie because gore is going after the gods mm-hmm. and you see thor you know having his little fucking vacation on this on this island like on this planet where he's dragged them to and then they're in a firefight and thor's just chilling because what happens if thor gets shot he'll be fine nothing yeah nothing he's fucking fine yeah like there was that like, there's that one scene where like a bullet went through his cloak and he wasn't even phased yeah. He was, eh, whatever but yeah he walks out and he gives his fucking speech and then he goes out and he fucks shit up and they all realize like goddamn, we've been in fucking danger for an hour and then he walks out there they send reinforcements and he fucking smokes everybody he solos everybody like um like this to me this thor movie like really felt like a dungeons and dragons campaign like please explain like you like we're we're watching like it was so uh especially when you get to like the like the um like the the main group later like with uh with Jane Foster Thor and Valkyrie and like um like Jane Foster is like the new is like the person who this is their first campaign this is their they they still learning their moves they don't really know how to like play the character yet all these other guys are more experienced in the role and they've got already all got their like things that they're playing and their things that they're doing and there's also just the person whose character is just massively overpowered and nothing the DM can throw at them like is enough to to fucking do anything to him because they've maxed out all their stats and they're just walking out there just like fucking a knife through butter and um and that's i don't know to me to me that's that's really how it felt especially later when jane was talking to him like i'm trying to figure out like my catchphrase and stuff it's like, like i hated that but you see i i didn't mind it because i what jane is supposed to represent us in the other Thor movies, Jane is the human. Jane's the straight person. Mm-hmm. Jane is us. Everything in this movie is happening, and Jane is there representing us, the audience in this movie, witnessing this fantastical thing. What Thor: Love and Thunder was, her character was: what if we, what if you got to be the superhero? You wouldn't really know what you were doing yet. You'd be trying to figure it out, and that was what Jane's dialogue and uncertainty with doing what she was was her getting to have this vacation in the mcu like what it would be if we got to but then we already get that with kate bishop hawkeye you know i don't think well i mean no because kate bishop's rich and we're not rich my friend okay that's true. I Kate Bishop, Kate Bishop doesn't have to do it because Kate Bishop isn't going to die soon. 
which is another thing which I, I really liked, um, which God, we're bouncing all over this fucking movie. But the, 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 the sped up mortality of Jane Foster even made her more of a stand in for the audience because we as human beings are facing a mortal fucking like, like end date for our lives that is unavoidable. And Jane Foster is facing that as well as the only person. I mean, fucking Korg loses everything but his face and he's still able to come back. Jane Foster ain't coming back. Jane Foster was going to die regardless. And she was going to die soon. And I think that like sped up like uncertainty of your mortality, like, well, certainty of your mortality, but uncertainty of how soon it's going to be, not how long it's going to be, but how soon it's going to be was a, uh, was kind of a more of a reminder that like she is you because if you did this i mean it was it was the hawkeye series again but with clint barton reminding you that you couldn't do this a person couldn't survive this it would fuck you up psychologically and physically it would leave you a completely broken person like it fucked clint up and clint spent that whole movie kind of trying to figure out how to what does he do or shows figured out what it, how does he exist anymore what is what does he do without without his partner without you know yeah, you know knowing knowing he's he's facing retirement and what is retirement for these guys that that doesn't have it's it's dying on battle mm-hmm. i i didn't like how they put jane foster in i, I just hated the whole character because i'm and, and i don't and i know I, I know i can't hold these movies to the standard of the comic books right because obviously there's like multiple series versus like she's here one time for this movie but the one thing that blew my mind was that they just kind of expected you to realize like okay she's she's thor right because when, when she was in new asgard right when she had the idea like oh um when she, when she opened up those um those like books like right those uh, asgardian books and she was reading about uh, mjolnir and talking about how mm-hmm. it had like the healing properties or whatever so she's like, oh cool like let me go seek out mjolnir and see what's going on maybe i can you know figure something out she goes and then you see the broken hammer and then you see all the pieces start shaking and i'm like oh cool like we're gonna get to see this transformation right here but scene cuts right and also once again everybody knows that they shot they definitely shot a scene where she transforms right because there was like those screen grabs of her and then those people in the blue suits so there's definitely something shot for that that transformation part right there but you know we, we see that scene it cuts and then we don't see her until uh that fight scene with uh, or on you uh new asgard but she's already mighty thor and there is no like like transition it was just kind of like all right, instantly boom there she's mighty thor and it, it was just so weird to me i i felt like it was just like really rushed yeah, well so they already had to do enough montage work with like explaining the relationship again which i did i didn't mind the fucking the the gather around let me the cork story i didn't mind the cork story uh mm-hmm. um um fucking what's the word when you i can't remember the word that you use for when you like kind of like segue into something like that um but uh expose i uh i didn't mind the core expose on their whole uh on their whole situation i thought it was i thought it was neat because to me that humanized both the characters because it like anybody who has been in love and fallen out of love like can relate to like that like that wall coming between two people 
and um and also the degree that like one person can like not even and me when they had that discussion like you left he's like no you left she's like no you left he's like no i got your note you left and he's like yeah because you weren't there i left a note Mm. like that whole like that whole back and forth was like and then like the whole like well we're like we gotta like deal with something right now like i i i don't know there was so many like real like falling like like breakup like in in given like again it's psycho so he manage the the sad with with the goofy which turns you off which is fucking you're right to be turned off by things like this but like i enjoyed it because it was they they juxtaposed with the the their breakup the the, the whole drama between mjolnir and stormbreaker and i didn't like that this and the well the the uh one thing i watched that was um that was um kind of explaining this is so so Mjolnir is something that was imbued in like in Thor got his powers yeah because he was uh, able to channel his powers through this yeah because Odin he you know spoke into it so Thor rubbed off on like these 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 weapons are imbued with Thor as well mm-hmm. so Thor's personality is in these weapons these weapons have pieces of him with them and they carry that because which is how they were able to give jane foster the same powers because he's channeled himself through these things that they are characters these things have a personality of their own and um i mean to the extent where he you know he does he you know tells mjolnir you know hey look after her you know, not realizing he's doing what Odin did with with Mjolnir and speaking a spell into it, which is what you know. It since she was there, came together to you know. It thought it was it could save her life. It, it was trying to protect her because it knew that she was, you know, dying. Um, little you know, it was killing her faster. Which I loved that. I was curious if they were going to go there. I was curious a if they'd go there with the cancer and b if they would go there with the the being Thor kills her quicker which they wrote both of those things, which I was, I was happy that they did. They did both of those. I thought they would, it, I thought they would at least ignore one of them. I thought either, you know, it would fix her cancer or they wouldn't even, they wouldn't even address that fucking elephant altogether. It would just be something different. No, they, um, they ignored, just, uh, they ignored her, her secret identity. Cause it, uh, it going back the comic books, whatever, uh, mm-hmm. for a long time, people didn't know that it was Jane Foster. They just thought it was just some, new oh, really? yeah. They just thought it was just a female Thor. Yeah, it, it was like this big secret. So when she like revealed herself instantly, I'm like, oh, what the hell? This is not where I was expecting. Because like he, he didn't know it was her until you know she took off. Yeah. yeah. Was, well, how we how would he have? What, what would he have fucking thought? Like, no, like, well, he would have thought he wouldn't have thought Jane Foster is out there fucking being Thor. Well, like, that's that what I'm saying. Last thing she she, she could have like ran off and kept her her identity a, a secret. Yeah, but she's not gonna fucking lie to him. I just. I just one of my things that that I I want to point out with this movie is that in the MCU actually gave people what they wanted with a lot of this story, and people are still mad about it. Really? What did they give? Because there's nothing I they, wanted. They gave her cancer. <laughs> well, th- that's like that's canon. That's like her. There, there's tons of things they haven't done that are canon. 
No, but I'm sorry. I, but I'm, for this movie, like when I look at it objectively, there's like really nothing that I wanted from this movie. Well, I'm just saying okay. that there's endless things that they haven't done that are canon. Mm-hmm. And in this thing, they actually gave people things from the comics, made them canon, and people are still mad about it. And given, like, there, there's also like a lot, like people hate Natalie Portman too. Yeah, her. her uh, I, I saw a lot of people trashing her, her acting. It's not her acting. Mm-hmm. It is. There's a lot of things that people fucking don't like about Natalie Portman. So not only like because I've actually looked it up to like try to remember because I know I'd heard something like so Natalie Portman is like extremely wealthy. Okay. I didn't like know her family is from like wild like I can't I think like semi sketchy wealth too. Like I know her father's like a gynecologist or something like that. And her mom was like a stay at home mom. But I want to say they had like some kind of um some kind of like fucked up family history like either they got their money in a kind of crazy way or um or this that and the other i know i'm pretty sure her grandparents were uh were um settler colonialists in uh israel because she's her family is originally from america and moved to israel and then moved back so like her family like kind of has like a dark history with like going to israel and like doing the bad thing that people do in israel um okay um but she speaks out about against that shit now and like has like you know been like super like you know she's she's a girl with a platform who's using it to talk about things that people get upset about like and when you do shit like that you ask for a lot of people to basically come out and say everything you do sucks yeah, and they also are gonna try and dig and find the most negative stuff they can. Especially when you're saying shit that's critical of Israel. Mm-hmm. Like, it, dude, get if if you wanna if you wanna fucking fall in a fucking hole, look up if if you look up all of the money that the Is, Israel political action like committee or whatever the like the super PAC for is for pro Israel stuff. Look at how much money they've pumped in to our election to sway the vote in different states against people who say that they shouldn't be outright fucking killing Palestinians in the street. Dude. If you just are a politician and you say that, they will spend millions of dollars to promote Trump people against you. Dude, I'm still trying to figure out if where you, that missing $3 trillion is at from 9-11. So I, I got to, you know, I, I got to put that down on my to-do list. I'll, I'll, I'll get there eventually. But yeah, no. So like, that is my thing. Like when I was seeing like, so, like, dude, uh, like, cause I think Natalie Portman says like, like, you know, like pro gender equality and pro like, uh, like, you know, logical fucking things. And one of those fucked up right wing, uh, like reviewers I watched literally referred to her as Natalie Port person instead of Natalie Portman mm-hmm. called her Natalie Port person every time he mentioned her in the video which was 100 times it was the most unfunny thing i've ever seen and ashton literally made me turn the volume down Mm. because she was like getting a headache from the dude's voice and how obnoxious he was being it was very fucking annoying um and it was like number three or four in the youtube suggestions when i searched thor love and thunder review yeah, YouTube's trash with the trending. Yeah, complete trash. 
So like we wonder why kids are shooting up fucking like events right now. It's because you search something and the first thing you get are reactionary fucking like violent repressive fucking opinions. Like those are the things that first get fucking uh, suggested to you. It's fucking awful. But um, yeah, so I, that's that's my issue with like taking issue with Natalie Portman is I think she was goofy as shit in this movie because that's kind of what we would be if we were all of a sudden given the powers of fucking Thor and thrown into a insanely wild out of our fucking league. Not me. Adventure. Or you're playing D&D for the first time. Bro, I'm going to master the Bifrost, right? That, that's something she should have done. Master the Bifrost so you can go wherever you want. And then she I'm She doesn't have access to the Bifrost though. She has a Mjolnir. Mjolnir doesn't have access. Only Stormbreaker has access to the Bifrost. All right. Go get um, Heimdall's son. Be like, hey, teach me how to use the Bifrost. Dude, I love that they had him in it. When they when they revealed he was his son, I was like, oh, that's sick. I love Heimdall. I know. Uh, spoiler: This jumping way ahead, but when, when when you see him, you know my heart. I fucking love. Oh yeah, yeah. He looked great. Um. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So all right. L- 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 let's kind of progress with the movie, right? So Guardians takes yeah, so off. Jumping, jumping back to Guardians, dude. When he fucking destroyed the fucking the fucking palace thing. Uh, oh yeah, when the guy's like, he's like, he's like, it's one of my favorite parts. He's like, of the movie. he's like, not my palace. He's like, not the palace. And then, and then you see him. He goes to the the, the one right, the one tower out of like the three. You're yeah. like, all right, okay, cool. He wrecked one, but when they all just collapse, just like holy shit. It's like, it's like, dude, you could have taken it a little easy. Um, but and you see, and that's this is my thing where this is the shit. Like scenes like that are what Taika Waititi does incredibly at, mm-hmm. and I don't mind those ones. Like when when they're when the the dude is like sending them off and is like thanking them for you know the help and whatnot and like offers them the screaming goats and Thor tries to be like again man about the palace he goes I don't want to talk about the palace mm-hmm. like the way that dude said that I was like that is fucking actually really funny yeah he just wanted to get the hell out of there he just wanted to say his thanks and then he was already pissed off he wanted to leave yeah and then when, when he's like make sure they send they take the goats kind of like a this was a backhanded gift mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. we don't want the screaming goats so we're giving you the screaming yeah they're gonna pawn it off on thor because Thor's already pissing people off it's like a white elephant gift or something i hated those goats they were pretty silly yeah i was just like i was happy when nebula was ready to start killing them i'm like yes finally nebula does something that i'm so like like you know for and then obviously they they stopped nebula from doing that um which kind of bummed me out. Thor had uh, he had too many uh, costume changes because you think right from when when you first see him and then he has like his Star Lord ripoff outfit and then he yeah. he transforms to that suit and then when he meets Jane Foster he transforms to this crazy Thor suit that we never see again. Yeah, uh, I was just like, come on, pick pick a costume, make it iconic. I don't know. I, th- I thought that I thought the main one was fine. I saw somebody like ri- someone ripping on it, saying it looked like it was colored with crayons or something. I don't know, but uh, I thought it was fine. I don't. I also don't fucking pay attention to costumes. I don't really care. You're crazy. Um, the, the, okay, the, the one right. I, I, I've been so negative this whole time. The one positive thing I'll say, and just going back to uh, Mighty Thor Jane Foster, is when they're fighting on New Asgard, and you see her 
uh, throw Mjolnir, but then it breaks off into like mm-hmm. a bunch. Of, I was like, okay, that's that was the coolest thing in that whole movie, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, she did it again when they were on the uh, the, the in the Zeus fight later. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I thought she had some cool creative ways that she fought, which was I thought the fighting the the fight choreography was pretty was pretty solid. It, it didn't like lose me completely in the like Transformers style CGI bash mm-hmm. him up i i didn't like i felt like i followed it okay enough um yeah but those sometimes that shit can like really fucking blur me out and i get overstimulated and just can't focus on anything but uh i feel like the fight choreography was pretty decent and decent blending the cgi i thought the cgi looked really good in the movie yeah well the budget for the had enough fucking was... people work on it yeah they, they had a high budget um but I was so confused as like all those people on New Asgard, they don't know how to fight for shit. No, they were on their own. They did lose a bunch of people. They did say that a bunch of soldiers died later. Yeah, and then I I, I did watch a well, breakdown. Also, it's not they're not all Asgardians though. So many of them are transplants. Yeah, like Asgard's like kind of the catch-all for like. Yeah, it's gonna be like safe haven, inter- intergalactic refugees. Mm-hmm. But it's like, don't you want to be proud? You know, be proud of your history. I mean, they got out there and fought. Some of them. I think most of them are out there fighting. <laughs> uh, okay, well, what happens next? I, I'm trying to think because we've been all over the place. Because Gord takes the kids, and that was a weird thing too. Okay, break this down for me, right? His 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 daughter dies. He, he wants mm-hmm. to uh, avenge her death. So logically, why would he want to hurt a group of other kids that he didn't hurt him? Yeah, he scared them. He was—I mean, yeah—he scared them. Mm-hmm. But he also knew they were in contact with Thor too. Did he? Yeah, he was sitting there behind when Thor was talking to them. I thought he was only sitting there once the uh, Heimdall's son was trying to give everybody like that pep talk. Because that was like uh, after that was, that was after Thor disappeared. Yeah. Oh, so oh, so, so it's a, Gore, and then you realize Gore's just been sitting there the whole time. Also, you think like Gore's just hiding in the shadows all the time. I mean, that was the plan. That was my thing. I, I saw a bunch of people ripping on the um, saying it was an incoherent plot. Mm-hmm. It was directly coherent. The whole thing was was Gore's plan. He knew how he needed to get to eternity. He knew he needed he he knew he get, needed to get to eternity. Mm-hmm. He knew that uh, Stormbreaker that Stormbreaker, was Stormbreaker was a key to get mm-hmm. there. Um, he knew he needed to leave Sif alive. Really? I, I don't think she played that important of, of a part because like he, he cut her arm off. He cut her arm off. Sif called for help. Yeah, so did a million other people. No. Thor yeah. showed up by himself with with Gorg. No, I, I'm saying. Remember when there was like that distress? Oh, a million other people were calling for help. Yeah, but yeah, but he knew Sith would get him, would would draw Thor out, and draw Thor into a conflict with him. And what better way to to keep Thor? Like, I mean, so if he doesn't have those kids, Thor just comes and kills him. No, because they they fought a new Asgard and Thor didn't kill him. He didn't. Well, he needed to get Stormbreaker from him. That was the thing. And he wasn't. And he also probably didn't expect another fucking Thor to be there. That's true. I think he was confused. Yeah. 
But that throw is confused. That throw is not that strong. Let's be honest. Yeah. She's I mean, not he was guy. definitely fucking confused. Because again, Gore wasn't out there just like I mean, Gore could have walked through and just slaughtered all the Asgardians too. Well, but that's not his MO. Yeah. But I'm saying like he wasn't he wasn't gonna kill those kids. He was using those kids because he needed a play. He needed to have an upper hand against Thor, and he knew he was. I mean, he again. It's Thor is not Thor is not a planner. Mm-hmm. Thor is not a mastermind. Thor doesn't come up with. Thor is pulled. But wouldn't it have made sense just to? Fights. Wouldn't it have made more sense to kidnap Sif or maybe Mighty Thor? I mean, he could have dipped out and like, oh, who's that new Thor? That's not a god, but obviously has ties to the Thor that I'm looking for. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, I doubt he knew that the hammer was what was giving her the power. Though, I mean, if he dips out with her, he's oh, what he's got a god t- captured now who can cause them all kinds of trouble. I think he's gonna take a bunch of kids. No, she's not a god just because she has the hammer. Yeah. Also, he doesn't. He doesn't take the kids until he loses. Yeah, that's true. Because uh, he was getting beat up. Yeah, yeah, he was getting fucked up in the street. Um. But he uh, he looked fucking nasty, dude. He did, but they made him look like such a pussy. I don't think so. <laughs> I think so. I don't think so. He should have. I wanted. Why couldn't they show him cutting off Sif's arm? Yeah, they or maybe I mean, maybe they, he. You know, they, sh- they should have. But I thought all of the all of the fight scenes with 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 Bale looked fucking gnarly. I thought he the way he like drugged the sword around, like every everything about the way he moved was just so nasty and scary. And like his costume was rad. Every I, I just I was enthralled. I just like the whole kids. And he had bit. great lines. Yeah, and he but, had great lines. But going back to the whole kids thing, I think he could. It was just a weird thing. I mean, it was. I I I I will. I'll give you. I don't think the kids were the plan. I think the kids mm-hmm. were the consolation. Yeah. Because he was like, oh shit, I've got to fight. I got to fight two of them, and then. Yeah, because how's this this god slaying you know demon dude? And he's like, oh, I got. Let me take these little kids that are worthless. Oh. Yeah, I think he knew he had Heimdall's son though too. So Heimdall's dead. He- Heimdall's yeah, sipping, he, he drinks in Valhalla. He doesn't he care. Knew, he knew. He knew about the Bifrost. I think he knew. He knew that mm-hmm. that the the person who kept the Bifrost who has the 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 site was there. Because, because he Thor figures out where they are. Yeah, because he knew that his, uh, you know, he had that technique. Well, because also like he's able to contact Thor, and Thor deduces where they are, meaning yeah. that Gore wanted to be found. He wanted to bring the battle on his terms to the Shadow Realm, mm-hmm. where he was way more powerful than them. That's true. They had to, they had to go see Zeus. Zeus He's is fucking him up. He he almost killed fucking Valkyrie. But yeah, we're jumping ahead. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, next was next was going to to gather the gods. Yeah, which which is pretty interesting, right? And when you find out that there's a, a place where like all these gods like hang out and do nothing, but orgies, I guess. I'm definitely not invited to the orgy after this podcast. Yo, no. Also, wouldn't go anyways. They're probably drinking like adrenochrome or some shit. If I'm being honest, there was a blonde baddie hanging with Zeus. I was like, damn, I wish I wasn't so negative about this because I want to be invited to the orgy 
to see Miss Blondie and maybe <laughs> Valkyrie. Valkyrie's she's dude again, again, another reason why they're gonna hate this movie. They address the fact that Val- Valkyrie's a fucking lesbian. Mm-hmm. Which to me, it's like, and like, it, it always blows my because that is never a big deal to me. But it's just so like, it's just again, Jamie, you're not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and, and you know because i used to question like why doesn't why like why don't i understand their point of view the people who get upset but it's like because i'm not like them yeah um, um but, yeah. but yeah no uh i i thought that was i thought that was really cool because i also like dude that's totally what the gods would be doing 100 percent. there's me partying we're nothing to them yeah they're the one percent mm-hmm. because they have their own, like Zeus said, like, you know, each god is responsible for their own following. And you, when you think about the vast amount of gods that were there and each one of them has their own, you know, following of like, you know, in mass, it's crazy. And then when you think about also the first fucking god that gets killed in the movie by Gore literally has no following because they've completely neglected their fucking. He was too busy eating like cantaloupe. and <laughs> Yeah. And again, we're talking about Zeus. Who the fuck is still worshiping Zeus? Nobody. I, I feel they like let his shit completely fall off. Well, Thor was until he met Zeus, right? You never meet your heroes. Yeah, never meet your heroes. <laughs> that was, dude, honestly, that was one of the best lines of the movie as well. Yeah. That it, might have been the only line written down for Chris Hemsworth in this movie. It was kind of sad to see him realize, like, holy shit, this person that I looked up to so much is a piece of shit. He was trying to bargain with himself too. Yeah, he, he was trying to. Con- he was immediately like, he was, he was like, no, 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 he'll, he'll, he'll get it when I tell him. Yeah, he was giving him every out to not be a piece of yeah. shit. Yeah, which was so human. That was such a human moment for Thor. Mm-hmm. Like he did, he went, he went straight to bargaining, like trying to, trying to save it in his head. Um, and he just gets called out. And yeah, he kind of he and he just like Gore, he gets exposed to the reality of what these gods think of literally exposed. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, literally exposed, but which is pretty funny. Um, uh, there's a deleted scene, and going back to uh, uh, Tessa Thompson, Valkyrie, there's like a deleted scene uh, during that fight scene where she uh, is licking the gold off of her sword because, like, you know, of like one of her kills. And I was like, why would they cut that out? That would be such a it's badass. Hard as fuck. Yeah, I, I got to send you the screen grab of that because it's so sick. That's fucking hard as fuck. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. I, I wish I wish they could make these movies more fucking gnarly and violent. They really just should. Yeah, because when you look at okay, and I, I don't. Kids are more mature, dude. They're playing fucking Call of Duty. They may as well fucking see Tessa Thompson lick blood gold off his of her fucking sword. Yeah, but think about uh, Doctor Strange. How how could we get something you know like you know so dark and obviously a little bit different style, different Sam directors? Because Ra- Sam Raimi directed it. Yeah, but it's like if we could get something like it's Doctor also Strange. One of those things where I wonder. I wonder how much. Uh, I wonder how much was edited before. I, w- I wonder how much any of the directors get to see the other movies mm-hmm. while they're making theirs. Because, I mean, Thor had been said and done before Doctor Strange came out. Okay. I wonder if Taika Waititi knew how hard Raimi was going in his movie. Yeah, I have you no know? idea. Yeah, that would be interesting to know if they could you know, bounce those ideas and kind of... Because, I mean, in, in it, it also, like, uh, with... Um, with uh, um fuck with some of the 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 series now like like moon knight gives like the warning about the 
Mm -hmm. the violence like warns you that there's going to be like you know it's going down have you watched uh, have you watched obi-wan yet (laughs) i don't like star wars that much anymore oh shit um (laughs) yeah they 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 show the younglings getting fucking slaughtered and in obi-wan and they like warn against it they say yo you know Mm -hmm. fucking violent images i've had like uh so I'm, i'm curious if like if they were making Taika Waititi take that shit out or if he was just kind of assuming it wasn't going to work. Yeah, he like I, I watched like a bunch of interviews of his and he gave some like industry answer, which I felt he was just like, oh, like deleted scenes are deleted for a reason. Um, but it's just like, OK, but like, what's the reason? Like, um, what's the reason you was the reason you're going too hard? My dude? <laughs> yeah, because he's like, oh, like they, they just don't make sense. But I'm like. Oh, what? I'm straight up saying like taking the time to have Christian Bale cut all of his tattoos off. Yeah, is is a decision. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like to 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 be able to have to remove that. Like I don't know. I I I think it would have added to it. So I mean, yo, I will give you. I'll I will concede a lot of my um, love for it is me being a good time, Charlie, but. Uh, I will. I'll agree. I wish it was harder. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and like I'm not. And like, like I said, it's not the worst movie. Like I, mm-hmm. as much as I, it's not the Eternals. Yeah. As, as much as I don't want to say this publicly, I would watch it again. Yeah, I, I would absolutely watch this one again. I would watch this one again. I would watch Ragnarok again. I'm good on the other ones. It's just so. It's just. It seems like a whole nother world, right? When you go back to watch, like just the first Thor, you're like, "What the but, hell?" But again, like I really did love the Loki story in the fir- in the first three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I no. He, he did a great job. I thought the Loki stories. The reason to watch those movies is is Loki. It's not really Thor. It's not really anything else going on. I mean, given Anthony Hopkins does a pretty good fucking job as Odin, mm-hmm. um, and. uh Fucking Sarandon, Susan Sarandon, that play uh, um, their mom. Sure, I'm really bad when it comes to. I think think, I think that's her. Um, But yeah, she does a fucking awesome job as as the mom. But her best scene as the mom is in fucking uh, is in uh, Endgame. True. Yeah, when she realizes that her bro, that was that was one of the hardest cries I think I had in the movie. It's pretty emotional because because she yeah, just like the realization of what's to come. Yeah. And and also like I don't know it's it's rough because he protected her too. Mm-hmm. He knew she was gonna die, and he still didn't tell her. Like he didn't tell her about Loki. Because like he didn't tell her why he was so upset. Yeah, because I I think he realizes like you can't you can't really well, meddle. You can't meddle, but like. He, she could he could have told her anything and she would have she would have been there for him mm-hmm. and he saved her from before she died knowing that like one of her kids dies and she would have been proud of him for it too I like think- do you know how proud their mama would have been of loki the fact that with his last moment he tried to kill a, a fucking god. <laughs> I I just think he saw a bigger picture, right? He he probably just didn't. Yeah, he, he probably didn't want to be there 
for any longer than he needed to be, you know, because he didn't want to run into his mom. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no. Shit, I would have spilled um, the beans, but <laughs> but that's just me. Dude, that that scene's fucking powerful, man. That was that was one of my favorite scenes in the movie. I think that scene and then the scene with uh with Tony and his dad. Mm-hmm. That was a good one too. It's, it, yeah, it, 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 it's good to see, um, you know, how, uh, Howard is because he's responsible Cause he's, cause for he's exactly like Tony. He, yeah. He's exactly like Tony, but then also he's, he's re- responsible for a lot of this shit that, you know, is in, uh, that universe, right. The construction yeah. of Captain America's shield. And then even, uh, you know, uh, the birth of, you know, probably like one of the most important people ever. Yeah. Um, but that okay so they're in the city of um i'm gonna mess this up because i'm thinking about the name of the city uh because i've been not wanting to say it out loud because i'm definitely omnipotent yeah omnipotent city yeah Yeah. there you go i'll let you say because i'm gonna stutter and mess it up Uh, i honestly had forgotten what it was called (laughs) until you couldn't remember and then i remembered okay um so they're there and then obviously thor is pleading with zeus to to get a helping hand he's like dude there's this guy come to kill all of us like we're all gods and then obviously zeus tries to downplay it blah 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 whatever but when they hatch that plan to steal zeus's uh you know lightning bolt to use that as like a weapon to fight against uh gore the god butcher i was like all right this is gonna be kind of sketchy i wonder how they're gonna get out of there alive because when you think about they're going after the head honcho and everybody's there and obviously shows respect and don't want to be defiant against zeus it was a pretty you know uh i thought it's gonna be pretty interesting to see how that whole situation played out especially because they were trying to be so low-key but then once Thor got exposed. Um, obviously, the people that he's with, they had to reveal themselves because they didn't want to get stripped just like Thor did, uh, which would have been funny. Because uh, like as soon as uh, that, that idea, of, uh, you know, uh, Valkyrie, they were all like, yeah, yeah, they just tossed their robes. Uh, obviously, um, Korg wouldn't really matter that much, but uh, obviously with the women, they were like, no, we don't want to get stripped in front of everybody. Um, but once they get the lightning bolt and uh, th- that whole fight scene was pretty awesome, right? Because you see them, and it was yeah, just I like it was pretty badass. Ryan, like just like you know them fighting in like a giant, like you know, the, uh, the old stadium out there in Rome, because mm-hmm. like they're just right there <laughs> in the center of everybody, and all the gods are just watching these. It felt very gladiator. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if I'm being honest, I thought uh, when uh, obviously Cor, uh, he thinks Korg is dead, right? Because Cor uh, gets hit and he just crumbles. I and thought Korg was dead. I, I thought he was dead too. I'm like, damn, we're gonna get a death. Uh, you know, obviously he survives, but like, I legit believe that Korg was dead for like you know those couple of seconds. So I was like, damn, this is like one of those unexpected deaths that they're surprising us with because we haven't had one of those mm-hmm. in a while. Um, so when Thor obviously you know gets vengeful and he throws Zeus's lightning bolt through Zeus, I thought he actually killed him. Seemed like to me, it seemed like he. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I thought I was like me. Ashton. I looked over at Ashton. Ashton was fucking stunned. Yeah, I was like, this guy. Ashton was like nodding off a little bit before that, and then that happened. She was wide awake the rest of the movie. Yeah, I'm just like, dude, this guy is a serial killer. First Thanos, now Zeus. Who's next? Right. Yeah, that was that was sick. And then Valkyrie gets that moment where she comes up and and takes the thing back. I will say this. Aside from uh. Aside from Korg, uh, um, aside from Korg and Valkyrie having that talk on the ship, while um, 
while Jane and Thor are talking on the, at, at, like, at the, um, fuck, I don't I, I'm so bad with, like, ship terms, but, like, on the front porch, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like, on the front of the ship, uh, um, I, uh, if, if it was, if they had another character in the movie, I think they would have killed Thor, or they would have killed Korg. Yeah, like, I think if anyone else existed to be able to have some sort of conversation, because because that was a neat moment where they did do a little. Because I saw people say like, "Oh, they did nothing with Valkyrie's character," and I'm like, "They did a little. They kind of, they kind of addressed that, you know." Because also, I really like the the expose on Valkyrie as king mm-hmm. and how bored she is. Yeah, they did an Old Spice commercial, and I'm like, "What?" That was fucking. So that's another thing. I think this movie was so self-aware. Dude, the shit they did with New Asgard was incredible. It's a tourist it was destination. Jurassic, it was Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. Like they it was it was it was trash. Yeah, cuz before they got that ship, remember there was like, you know, there was like seats for like it was like it was like a ride, it was like an amusement park ride. Yeah. But um, like like that's the thing is like it was immediately like just fucking commercialized. And she's dealing with all this bullshit that's that's awful, dude. The fucking the, we didn't we didn't talk about this. The play was incredible. Shout out Matt Damon. I was <laughs> him as Loki and and, and uh, fucking Chris Hemsworth's brother. I can't yeah, remember which uh, one that is. Liam, right? Liam. Is that Liam? Yeah. No, Liam's Her? the younger brother, isn't it? I thought that was the younger one. I'm looking. No, there's another Hemsworth. It's the one from uh, Westworld. Um. Speaking of Westworld, I gotta. I haven't watched season three. I, I'm, I'm kind of letting it stew. We still haven't. We still haven't watched it either. Mm-mm-mm. I love the last season though. Wait, you haven't watched the last season? No, no, I, I have because uh, for a person who shall remain unnamed, I don't want to call them out. I they wanted to do a Westworld deep dive yeah. podcast, and I, 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 I was reading. So you haven't started. The, you haven't started the new season yet. Though. Yeah, season three. Haven't gotten there yet. Dude, I love. I thought last season was season three. This is season four. Is this, I'm so messed up. Hold on. Right, it's hold on. season four. All right. Hold on. Now you got me having to look this up. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Which it's, which 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 Hemsworth is it then? <laughs> hold, so, on, hold on. Hold on. I, I got distracted. Um, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, all right. Hold on. Because hold on. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at the cast. Looking at the cast. It was a Luke. Luke. Luke Hemsworth. There it is. Shout out Luke. Um, but yeah, the fact that his fucking brother plays him in the play, and then Melissa McCarthy playing Hella—that was fucking awesome. That mm-hmm. ruled. Yeah. And uh, Sam, I can't remember who was playing Odin, but Sam that, Neil. that guy's Sam Neil. Sam Neil. I knew it was mm-hmm. fucking somebody. Yeah, perfect casting for the cast of play. Yeah, but they're so like insensitive because uh, after the battle, because remember when they're yes! in like City Hall, <laughs> trying to exploit it. Incredible. Yeah they're just like it's for the people and they're like she didn't say no <laughs> that part fucking ruled that is so legit yeah it's... um but yeah that was fucking awesome um but yeah i think uh back to um so so valkyrie takes the fucking uh lightning bolt gives your girl a kiss on the hand um she, she and, she's uh, romantic <laughs> and they uh they bounce out i'm trying to think where did they uh they go back to do they go straight to um they go straight to the shadow realm right the shadow realm to, to fight right yeah yeah and then they get their asses absolutely handed to them that's when fucking jane jane has her uh has her um 
her Lois Lane moment where she figures out everything and realizes that they've walked into a trap. Mm-hmm. Um, and then chucks Stormbreaker. Yeah, she just throws it out the just, roof. She just yeets that shit out into the fucking space. Um, that was fucking, that was awesome. Um, dude, that part was fucking wild when he's trying to manipulate all of them. Oh, yeah, when he kind of like breaks down like who they are, and he's like telling like you know, I, I like when he got to to um, Jane Foster, and he was just like, yeah, he's like, oh, you're different. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're dying. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Because he's just speaking the truth. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, but even with uh, with Valkyrie, when when he was like talking to her, and she was just like, you used to see the tears running down her face. You're like, geez, he's hitting that soft spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she like legitimately wants to die. Yeah, because she's she says it. She's she ready. wants to die. She wants to die in battle. She wants to go to Valhalla. Mm-hmm. That's where all of her girls are. Yeah, damn, he's a dick to bring up how they all died. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, dude. That's legitimately. I think Gore was was. I think Gore was is an elite Marvel villain because every time he's talking, you're like he's not lying. He also isn't 100% wrong, and I understand where he's coming from. Oh, 100%. If, if I was in Gore's shoes, I would do the exact same thing. And, 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 and you're not even being cursed by an eternal blade. No. <laughs> That's the thing, is his motivations, when, when, right when he touches that blade, before it has truly even corrupted him, he says, doesn't feel like a curse, feels like a promise. Yeah, because remember, he... he, 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 he com- he, he denounced uh, Rapu because he yeah. rip, he ripped off his pendant because he was like, "Holy mm-hmm. shit, this has you know been all for naught. You're a piece of shit. Like I've been worshiping this god that does not care about anybody." Yeah, like it's it's amazing because I I think that they they centered his motive in such a way that like cursed or not, this is something he could have been committed to because he was committed to a a religion before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, he was devoted to, to the very end. <laughs> vengeance is just as hard, like which, which I think says a lot about people who are devoted to a religion too. Yeah, you can also steer that devotion into violence. It's very easy. Trust me, I've seen it. I've been, I've gone deep. I've been, I don't want to talk about it publicly, but it got a little dark. Fuck. Um, <laughs> Well, uh, well. Anyways, back to the back to the stupid movie we watched. Um, uh, so yeah, so they're they're on their way. Uh, Thor and Jane had that talk. That that part was 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 sweet. I I did I did really like that. Wait, wait sorry, I'm so sorry. Uh, going back to Gore. Sorry, I I, I can't let this uh, yeah. uh, no, thought go away. Um, Th- Gore for him to be so powerful with just his words in that scene with Valkyrie, mm-hmm. crazy. Not many yeah, people dude, can do he's that. Vicious. Yeah, he's vicious. Like that's my thing is I I think that there was a, a really really solid commitment to the characters in this. Mm-hmm. Down to the fact that I think only one of them had a written script, and I think the rest were just playing the character and behaving as is. Mm-hmm. And uh, but we did skip over the the Jane Foster Thor like love scene, which I did think was a powerful moment in the movie when they have that conversation about you know what you know that they do still care about each other and that they you know 
they did lose something when they lost each other yeah and it's you know maybe i'm what when i because that's when that's when she says i have cancer Mm -hmm. yeah she she, because he didn't know right because he heard it for the Mm -hmm. first time from when gore was talking to her in front of him um but this love stuff man no i think she she tells him about the cancer when they're on the boat on the boat oh yeah you know he knows when the gore's thrown in her face you're right you're right you're right um but yeah i i view the love stuff a little different these days maybe i'm a little bitter no i feel it yeah i'm always a sucker for for fucking emotional fucking pussy shit though I, I, I am. I'm, I'm desperately wanting something like that to be my reality. But, you know, in due time, there's things going on right now that obviously I can't speak about. Uh, can't force shit, bro. It, it, exactly. Yeah. There, there, there's some funny stuff going on that obviously I'm, I, I will tell one day in my uh, tell all um, on, on my website, jmrk.com. <laughs> Go to the blog section. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so, uh, sorry. We just we skipped over that fucking the, the sweet scene, I guess, because you didn't want to talk about it. But <laughs> No, no, we, we, we can talk about it. Um, no, uh, I'm just joking. Well, I, I just, I mean, there's not really much else to say besides, you know, Korg bringing up Valkyries, you know, that's when we kind of get the, the Valkyrie wants to die sort of thing because she feels like there's you know nothing left for her but, you know, Valhalla. Um, but she's wrong. She's, there. she's such a cool character. I'm, I'm happy that, uh, spoiler, she, she doesn't die. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. I think, uh, well, no, I, I think she's, uh, I mean, she's just an important character to the Thor story because all his other tertiary characters have been killed. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be somebody like <laughs> that. Is true. It's just literally somebody's got to be there. It's, it's him, him and her in, in Korg. Her and Korg. Yeah, yeah. 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 he doesn't. He doesn't really have anybody else. Um. Uh. Yeah. So then they they he makes Thor call the fucking call Stormbreaker back. Um, they get in that fucking fight, which was pretty fucking brutal. Mm-hmm. The fight where, where I I like that. Um, immediately Jane was just like, "All right, I'll take care of the monsters." You guys and the monsters look pretty gnarly too. They looked really cool. Yeah, they um, they, they did a good job with uh, the depiction of the shadow monsters. Yeah, especially especially making them all pretty unique. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't get just like a bunch of like the same looking thing. Like they all have very, very gnarly, like distinctive. Um, yeah, I was um, aspects to them. What was I watching? I was watching some review and they're talking about how the fact that they went to the shadow realm and they did, did it in like the black and white that like, obviously they were mm-hmm. able to give like so much detail with the shadows, which was like, you know, super cool. Cause like with those monsters, you could see those details and that they weren't. Well, just... I mean, do you, do you remember why like Sin City did so well? like amazing that, like like it just it, when with black and white you really can do a lot even with like black a, and white a 300 I remember. yeah mm-hmm. and just pops a color yeah like here and there just like that uh like his eyes gore's eyes being like the only thing in color and in the blue in the uh in yonir mm-hmm. being like the only real color that was I, I really thought that was cool um like visually the way they did all that i thought it was it was shot and, and I say shot, and then you know I really mean created, because <laughs> mm-hmm. so much of it was you know digitally, yeah, digitally done. Like you you can't shoot whatever that was on that on the shadow realm that was like what the size of like a a fucking 
football field size moon or something like mm. um like uh however they did to to make that look like it did with the lighting being correct and and everything looking i don't know very i will say uh ashton did uh, so uh ashton's been working on a on a movie she kind of like stumbled into a new job mm-hmm. recently and uh she's working on a horror movie oh, wow. in like uh the art department for it um and she's like she noticed a continuity error in the beginning of the movie when uh when jane and darcy are talking while jane's getting her chemo mm-hmm. um the bag of chips pile the like because Darcy brings in all the yeah, snacks. All the, snacks. The, the chip piles rearranged three times. Oh, dang. She's paying attention. Like, she's okay. Yeah. That, that, that. That's what she pays attention to now. Mm. She's like, like, she like snuck a bunch of like our knickknacks around the house into the movie that she's working on because she That's was awesome. like part of like decorating the sets and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, just I, I was thinking about like the you know the aspect of shooting a movie and then also like creating it or whatever and i remembered i was like oh yeah i actually did notice a mistake earlier in the movie um but uh but yeah so from there they they do that fight um valkyrie gets stabbed up and then they kind of just bounce don't they yeah because um they they, they got to get out of there because they realize that they're actually not a match for not gore. gonna win yeah not in the not shadow there. room yeah not there not at all he fucking he he fucking walked walked the goddamn like he walked all over them mm-hmm. in that fight like he they going up against him and valkyrie like they were they were fucked yeah because they're they were in his realm his his arena yeah so they uh he snags Stormbreaker when they're traveling back. And I'm trying to remember. Oh shit, that's right. Cause uh because Valkyrie was fighting with the the lightning um, bolt. The lightning bolt. Mm-hmm. And doesn't she get she gets one good on Gore too? Yeah. In that fight. Mm-hmm. She gets him with it at once, but I mean it's not enough. Um because then they go back and Jane's all fucked up. You find out that it's killing her quicker. Yeah, and she's like shacked up in that hospital bed. She kind of realizes like it's not going to be worth it to power up again. I wanted because it's probably going to be the end. Mm-hmm. And and then and then I I needed to watch something. Uh, I saw something that like broke down that temple they end up at the at Eternity or whatever. Oh yeah. Apparently, like the all the statues like really represent like other cosmic beings or something. Yeah, there was the. Um, I didn't look. I I didn't. I couldn't pick it up that quick. Yeah, there was. Um, yeah, because I I watched new rock stars breaking down. There was a. Cool. There was like a. a there's like seven because there was like mm-hmm. one of like the watcher, um, the the one that almost fell on the kids was like uh, one of like the celestial gods. The Celestials, yeah. Yeah, I, I forgot which one it was. Um, but there's a. I forget the name, but uh, they think she, uh, one of the gods was represented in. Um, you, you saw the av- their avatar in Moon Knight. Um, I forget which god it was, though. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was um, it Ra or something? Not Ra. It was. I forget her freaking name. It's gonna bother me. I, I don't remember. Uh, but it, it, it didn't even play like in Moon Knight. She didn't even play like a big character. She was just there at that mm-hmm. in like the temple yeah. when they all met. Um, but yeah, it, it wasn't like. Uh, like I, I, in that room, there was just like speculation that like okay, since like there was a 
like an entry way to get into eternity maybe like every other statue had like some like you know chamber to enter yeah that that would make sense maybe yeah uh, and maybe this was just the uh the um the uh that as guardian entrance or something like that mm -hmm. but i hated that scene by the way, because obviously going back to the kids, I hate the kids stuff when they're there with the kids. And obviously uh, Thor is like, all right, this <laughs> he chose this group of little kids to be like, all right, like we're going to estimate a, made a joke that uh, Thor starting a child child army. <laughs> yeah, but see, that's the, the, which, is, which which I will say, I couldn't believe they said kids in cages. Yeah. In the movie, when they said that, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, take that, Biden. Um, but uh, still putting kids in cages. I, I thought that would have been a perfect opportunity to ring up Star Lord, be like, "Hey, I really need your guys' help." Yeah. No, but, and that's and that's and that's kind of what I thought was going to happen, and then it didn't happen. Yeah. Instead, and, he used a child army. Yeah, and when I think about it, okay, he temporarily gave these kids power. But it's like if he had all that power inside of him, why did he need those kids? Um, I mean, probably because they were going to be overrun by all the shadow monsters. Yeah, like but Thor could keep the power himself, but then he's he needs to go fight Gore, so he used his child army, <laughs> which is not fun to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, to uh to keep the monsters occupied or i mean honestly oh, no, just no. to give the kids a protection on themselves. i'm I, i'm rethinking it now those kids needed the the power to get to stormbreaker because remember he needed he needed to get them out of there yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. see it's all coming back to me yeah because uh because well also i mean they were those kids would have been thrashed by those monsters uh, who cares they should have learned to fight beforehand <laughs> Lesson learned. Damn. So here I am thinking it's fucked up that he had a child army, and you're here saying it's fucked up the kids didn't already know how to fight. If you're gonna you're gonna be disrespectful to your lineage, to to your home country, and not be a warrior. I mean, once they had the powers, they turned into pretty yeah. pretty fierce warriors. Yeah, but I'm about someone out there getting it. Yeah, but you saw the 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 fallout, right? Because after that, they all went home. They all started taking their yeah. training serious. You saw, yeah. you saw homeboy training with Sif. Yeah, Sif Valkyrie's been training her child army. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. And the end, she was like, "Oh, so now she's got the child army." <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is kind of fucked up. The exploitation of these Asgardian. Yeah, I wasn't children. aware that. Uh, I wasn't aware that uh, New Asgard was in the fucking Congo. Yeah, but. That was my only gripe, but I get it. All right, that, that makes a little more sense now that I actually sit back and think about it. They needed, they would have got slaughtered for sure. Yeah, I mean, fucking uh, Thor was about to get slaughtered, and before Jane Foster showed up, and she, yeah, she said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna die," which is smart. She's like, "I'm gonna die anyways, so let me." Yeah, why the fuck not, dude? Who among us wouldn't do the same? Yeah, because because Mjolnir was right there, ready to go. Like, let's mm -hmm. let's head out. Yep, Thor needs our help, and. She she did a good job. She helped out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I thought I thought that that scene was pretty cool. That fight scene was sick. The the breaking of the sword was awesome. The way they they broke the sword together, and then she snagged the sword. Yeah, she sucked it into it Mjolnir. Before it could come back, that mm -hmm. was fucking hard. Yeah, that was fucking hard. 
Um, man, I really, I, I really like that last scene in, in Eternity. I have a couple gripes with that. <laughs> what roll? Uh, okay, right. So, so Gore gets there first, right? So, first person to get to uh, Eternity gets one wish, right? Mm-hmm. He should have wished for more wishes, right? There's no rules. Uh, first off, this is not the genie. This isn't Aladdin. He, he could have wished. He could, right? There's no limitations. Somebody said. Somebody said uh, that the wishes could be very specific. So if you're not, because someone said, uh, someone said, um, I, I saw somebody question like, well, why wouldn't he just wish wish for more time with his daughter? Because it, it, to wish for her to come back would mean that he would still die. Why wouldn't he wish to have more time with his daughter? And someone was like, well, what if it's like kind of like one of those like, be careful what you wish for because the way you wish it could matter, like. Yeah, you could have like more time with your daughter. Who's to say how much time more time is? That's why you more w- time. You he wish pops up says, "Hey, dad," and then she gets and then, and then That's it. <laughs> yeah, but he, he should have said more. I, I want infinite wishes. All the gods get out of here. Bring my people back. He could have. He could have gone crazy. But okay. But being serious, he. I feel like he played himself, right? He he wished for his daughter to come back, but shouldn't he just like I was hoping he was gonna do the right thing and wish for Jane to be cured. But you know, I thought that I thought he might do that too. Yeah, because when because when he was looking at Jane and uh, Thor, well, because because Thor Thor has that really awesome thing. He says, "I know you want justice," mm-hmm. or "No, I, I know you want vengeance." Yeah, or, so uh, in in revenge, I mean, or, or vengeance and something else. I can't remember what he said. So you're looking for something in vengeance. He says, we're really looking for his love. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, and and then he turns and he says, and he, he isn't going to fight him, fight him yeah. over it. And he's like, and he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, he's like, well, if I'm going to go. I want to spend my last moments. My last with, yeah. Moments with the person I love, which was amazing. I really loved that. I thought it was beautiful. And um, me and Ash were both fucking crying. <laughs> and I honestly fucking didn't really care about Jane Foster. <laughs> See, but I, but but yeah. I thought this would be one of those moments where like, all right, the villain, this yeah, the villain. Do, well, but dude, they they'd already fucking foreshadowed it though when when they said something. Uh, Korg was talking to Valkyrie, said something about uh, um, because Valkyrie of course knew about Jane, mm-hmm. and uh, Korg says, you know, you think those two are gonna? Because Korg explains how he was made. Mm-hmm. Explains how you know whatever, uh, what's what's his race of people? I don't really remember. I can't remember, but he explains how they they procreate, um, and then he says, "Do you think those two will hold hands over over a pool of lava and make a make a little Thor baby?" And uh, and Dockery says, "You know, I don't think that's in the cards." Um, and then Cork says, oh, "That's too bad. I think Thor would be a really really good dad." I was like, mm-hmm. "Fuck! I did not fucking see that coming." They literally said, "Hey." we're gonna he's gonna be a dad at the end of the movie like they waved it like that was the Chekhov's knife that they they set it up um like again again also aside from them there being a child army I guess um Chekhov's knives but, um, but did Thor really have to follow in his own dad's footsteps like would you I think he did I think that's amazing I see I would have that is, I think that's fucking gorgeous because I think they they really they really slipped that twist in that Thor becomes Odin taking the the son of an enemy or the, the child of an enemy I think that's amazing I think that's awesome yeah I think it. that is a full a full 
character arc. Anything they do not need to make another Thor movie, but Thor can be in more movies. But we don't. I don't think we need another Thor movie. I think Thor could just be in other movies. I would have killed Love, Stormbreaker, Trap. I would have been like, "You're you're my new Thanos." Boom, head gone. You're so cruel. How how, how could so you sleep cruel. every night knowing that this thing, right? Because because it's because you realize she was, she was innocent, dude. Well, she's eternity. Well, you know, love because obviously, like, remember when um, there was like that that scene where you see the reflection of um, his daughter, but mm-hmm. it's like you know, it's like she's like looking like eternity, whatever. Um, she's not innocent. Jane had to die for her to live. Yeah, Jane got to go to fucking Valhalla, which I don't agree with. She's not Asgardian. She was a warrior, though. So why doesn't everybody just become a warrior and? die and go live in the riches of Valhalla because I saw a theory that Tony Stark is in Valhalla <laughs> just like come on get out of here get out of here be, that is crazy he could be you know who's probably not in Valhalla though Captain America's not in Valhalla yeah because he didn't die in battle he died nope. dicking died down his old. love Unless, unless somehow Captain America got in a fight in the last moments of his life, that that'd be the uh, loophole. It's like just live, live your life, but your last moments, you got to go out and die in a blaze of glory so you can go chill with Heimdall and Jane Foster. Yeah, I was I, I was uh, surprised they didn't show more more people in Valhalla, but I guess maybe they might be trying to keep that a little. Yeah, I think they're close in case they. I think we're gonna get another Thor movie. I don't want another Thor movie. I, th- there has to I'll be. I'll take another Thor movie, but I don't want another Thor movie. I just think Thor could be in other movies. There, and this, in this, he, this he, thing could be teased out further. But he, I think they've completed. I mean, I, what are we gonna do? See him be successfully a dad? No, he, Loki's. Or he's or, gonna run into Loki again. That's... Yeah, I guess. There we go. There we go. That's that's how we get another Thor movie is, is Loki's brought back in. Mm-hmm. That's the only... the uh, yeah, Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. I will accept another Thor movie if Loki is in it. <laughs> I won't accept another one if Loki's not in it. This one was as satisfactory as a, a Thor movie could be without Loki in it, and I think I like it the second most. Mm-hmm. But I do not think if they did this again without Loki... I would be as pleased. Well, yeah, because I'm trying to think like what other. I love Hiddleston, dude. I think he does a fantastic job. Loki's show is fantastic. Still, the only Disney Plus to get a season two. Yeah, Sylvie's one of my favorite Marvel characters. Still. Yeah, she's awesome. She's Uh, incredibly. She's so complex. Her 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 existence is devastating. Yeah, sometimes I rewatch that scene where they're both talking to Kang because I'm just like, it's amazing. <laughs> it's just like so many different decisions could have been made to not fuck up, but you know, who knows? Maybe this is all part of the timeline. This show was all supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, Jonathan Majors did such a fucking good job. Yeah, with one scene. Mm-hmm. I watched the making of Loki too. It was pretty pretty interesting. Um. 
okay, but let's wrap up Thor. So uh, obviously mm-hmm. gets love, and that's where the love and thunder come in, right? It's like, oh, cool, love and thunder, whatever. But then you see he, he's raising her, and then she um, also has these crazy powers. But it, I thought it was so corny to have love wielding Stormbreaker at the end. Like, come on. Really? You're talking about the weapon that killed Thanos? That opened the door to eternity is being wielded by some new cosmic being. Some little. I don't know. I thought I thought it was adorable. It. I thought this is so stupid. I was like, I hate this. I thought it was adorable. I hate it because obviously she's not gonna be mighty enough to or worthy she enough to. She looks a lot like she looks a lot like my cousin's daughter, so I thought it was adorable. But interesting fact for people who may not know that's his actual. That's, that's his actual daughter. Yeah, that's yeah. so neat. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Nepotism. Sometimes it's cute. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, so the movie ends with, uh, uh, you know, Love and Thunder going to the beach to fight. They're, they're like just going to be a third party to these two opposing, you know, forces on the beach, mm-hmm. uh, which they didn't really get into too much, which is fine. Um, and then that's pretty much it. And then there's two post credit scenes. I had to make sure to, yep. to, to remind you. Um, first post credit scene is where you find out that Zeus actually isn't dead. You, you see him in pain. He's getting his wounds attended to by those uh, goddesses. And then he, he, he's speaking to somebody. And then obviously when the camera pans out, you see that it's his son, Hercules, which was like, uh, I'm like, I fucking, I fucking yelled out loud because of the actor. I don't even know who it is. I'm bad. He's, he's from fucking Ted Lasso. And literally this is the second, this is this, in of three MCU movies, two of their post-credit scenes have featured actors from Ted Lasso. <laughs> because we talked about this after Spider-Man, because the the bartender for for uh, uh, fucking Tom Hardy, Venom, uh-huh. is uh, one of the soccer players in Ted Lasso, and Hercules is another one, and he's fucking incredible, dude. We literally, me and so his character's name Roy Kent. In Ted Lasso, dude, I highly recommend Ted Lasso. I, I'll I'll find a way, I'll find out what our fucking Apple password is. I'll just give it to you. You can watch Ted Lasso. It'll warm your goddamn heart. All right, um, I'm down. Uh, it's one of the few shows that it got hyped up to such a, a disgusting degree. I watched it and I said, "Yep, deserves it. Deserve the hype. It's fucking awesome." But uh, but fucking me and Ashton were joking because there's like a chant for his character and. <laughs> in Ted Lasso and it was so funny because I said it as we were leaving the theater I was like oh my god this is fucked up uh, but uh, yeah no it was it was that that was fucking badass he's gonna he's gonna crush it as Hercules but do you think is he gonna just like be Hercules like as an Avenger because he can't get his own movie I think he's gonna get uh, I think he's gonna be in Secret Wars he's gonna be one of those people who's gonna pop up and get wrecked Probably, or maybe he'll pop up and survive it. Who knows? But yeah. I don't think he's. I don't think he's uh, gonna getting his own movie. I don't think I. I would be. I would one be shocked if he got his own movie. Mm-hmm. Two, if he got his own movie, I would love to see it because <laughs> I. He's he's one of the best characters in that last stuff. All right. He's fantastic. He's a really good actor. 
Okay. So Thor's done, thankfully, but we're now halfway through phase four, which is crazy to think. Well, the last, the last post credit we already said it is Jane Foster going to Valhalla. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, she goes to Valhalla. She, she meets Heimdall, which we mm-hmm. gloss over, which was amazing because I was happy that she was greeted by someone familiar, mm-hmm. not like oh, like where the hell am I? And then stumbles upon them, like like they knew she was coming, so they sent yeah, you know, him to to greet her, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was amazing. I, I, it's also one of those fucking wild things, which dude, like imagining, imagining dying in some like wild adventure and then being sent to something that you didn't fuck you could not have fucking guessed actually existed and then the first person you see is like a guy you know i feel like at that point i would go insane because i'm like okay like i'm dead we're in this eternal place there's no point to anything i have to wait till the people that i care about die to show up here but who knows when that's going to be but what's or the, if yeah if because you know Thor's been alive forever, so he's probably never going to show up. But then also, it's just like, yeah, what do you do? It's like, what's the point? Like, why do I want to go talk to you? It doesn't matter. <laughs> We're in Valhalla. But like, you know, we'll, I would just, hang out with Heimdall. I wouldn't. I, I would just want to kill myself and try to go somewhere else. <laughs> have you seen? Uh, have you seen um, the Good Place? No. What is that? Oh, you've never seen the Good Place? It's a, uh, it's a Mike Schur comedy. Um, it's uh, is it a movie or a show? It's on Netflix. It's a, it's a TV show. Okay. It's like uh, Ted Danson and Kristen Bell, or and Kristen Bell, and uh, a few other people, but uh, um, it's all about like afterlife. It's it's pretty interesting, but it kind of it asks the question you just asked. You should watch it. Okay, it's one of the uh, I would say it's like a top five series finale. Interesting. For me. Okay, I'll I'll I'll, I'll it's check one it out. of one of the best series finales I've ever seen. It, like as far as like every single character that you follow through this whole show and you like fall in love with and you watch all this stuff happen to them they really tie everybody up with a bow at the end and give everybody a really solid like at the end i was like they left no stone unturned that's good that, that, that's it's pretty good it's got a bunch of good people in it all right i'll, I'll have to check it out I, I i did peek and it said like it was four seasons four seasons mm-hmm. yeah every season changes every season the show changes what it is okay check it out um, okay, but getting back to we're halfway through phase four. There's not that much left, right? This is like we'll be done with this phase this time next year, essentially. This is we've only done these episodes about this phase, correct? Yeah, we started in this phase. Yeah, because we started with uh, was it Black Widow? No. Yeah. Yeah, Black Widow. I think so. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, I I do the Disney Plus stuff with Dan from Warren. Shout out Warren. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and we've done Black Widow. Shout out Warren, dude. Awesome man. Um, but yeah, we've done Black Widow, Shang Chi, Eternals, Spider Man, Doctor Strange, and now Thor. Which we're not left with much, right? Because there's the Groot animated series, She Hulk, and then Groot's the- getting an animated series. Mm-hmm. I had no idea about that. And then the last movie for us this year, Black, Black Panther. Panther in November. Which I saw the, a poster for that at the theater for the first time I've seen a poster for it. Which, obviously there's still like so many questions, right? Like what's going to happen? Like how, how do they mm-hmm. kill off Black how Panther? Do do how do they do it? We'll see. Yeah. I, I have 
not high hopes, but I have hopes. Yeah, you know, you put me I have up. hopes for it. I like Ryan Coogler. I love him. He's amazing. I think every movie he's done is good. Fruitvale Station's amazing. Oh, uh, God, so amazing. sad. That story is so sad. Fruitvale Station? Yeah. Fucked up, dude. Fucked up. Yeah, it's rough. Just think about it. He's like, going to find a way to, for Michael B. Jordan to be in this one. He's in every one of his movies. <laughs> you can't recast him. He's already been in it. I know, but he's going to find some way to have Michael B. Jordan in it. There's there's going to be a flashback. There's going to be something. Something's going to happen. They're going to have Killmonger in it somehow. Um, he's he's or 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 Michael B. Jordan's going to be like a like whatever the Wakandan equivalent to a stormtrooper is. Okay, he's just like how Daniel like like how Daniel Craig was in Force Awakens, mm-hmm. but nobody knew because he, he's but nobody knew everybody's yeah. in costume. It's going to be that he's going to find a way to sneak his ass into the movie somehow. Um, yeah, th- th- there's a lot of questions. Um, and I, I, I don't like this is like the last hope, right? Because this is like the last movie of the year. We can't end it on a note like Thor. Mm. So I, I mean, and I don't think the Thor movie was a terrible way to end it on. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we'll we'll like Black Panther more than we liked Thor, mm-hmm. but not as much as we liked. Doctor Strange or Spider Man? Yeah, I think those two are going to be like just because I think those movies did such good jobs. Yeah, and th- th- there's just too much. Um, I think there's just too many um, factors going into this where it, it, it's so hard to to get a home run, right? Because you got a new villain who somehow how are they going to turn this villain into a hero? Into a hero, yeah. And then the main question that everybody wants to ask is. Who's the new Black Panther? How did they kill off somebody who was so dominant and so beloved? There's no right way to do it. it, 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 it yeah, sucks. he owned it. Yeah, he owned it completely. It, 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 it sucks, right? But then we get an introduction to a new superhero who we talked about earlier, Ironheart, Riri Williams, which, um, you know, I'm curious about because like, I, I like that um, she's being scouted by Shuri. And mm-hmm. um, like, what the hell's her name? Oko Okoye. Okoye, yeah. Uh, she's getting her own show. Yeah, she deserves it. She's badass. She uh, really does deserve it. She's in. Uh, she's in a few episodes of uh, this. Um, we've been watching Treme. It's the uh, David Simon who made The Wire. It's the show he made after The Wire with. Uh, um, it's all about like Katrina, uh, New Orleans after Katrina, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, um, fucking God, I'm blanking on her fucking name right now. Um, that actress. Um, but she's in a few episodes. She plays one of the characters' uh, girlfriends, and uh, and we freaked out because she's really young in this. Okay, and you're like, why is she like so familiar? Like, yeah, like she's like I, I recognized her immediately, and I'm like, holy shit! And I was like, Ashton, look, who the fuck that is? And because uh, she's in Walking Dead, we, we we'll always know her as Michonne. Um, I was like, Wait, oh, is that the Michonne? same actress? Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's Michonne. She's amazing. Oh, maybe that's why I, I uh, was Denai so. Guerrera. Denai Guerrera. Maybe that's why I was so into that character because Michonne was one of my favorite characters from the TV show. She's incredible. She's incredible. Okay, that, that makes um, so much sense now. Yeah, that actress just just crushes it and everything she's in. She's she's awesome. Um, but yeah, it's exciting. She's getting her own show. Um, uh, have you have you heard one of the rumors that that uh, we might the next Black Panther might be a like a son yeah because i'm uh i was, I was like touching nakia, nakia and 
Was you, it you who's telling me that or no, no you sent me that video remember because you're like oh it was in that video okay. yeah because you're like hey this kind of like uh you know changed my perspective and you you knew that i was kind of down on black it didn't Panther. change my perspective it gave me any perspective because i didn't have anything before that. um okay maybe change my perspective because i was just like this is gonna be yeah. shit like like i i like sherry but i'm bummed for sherry because 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 she's gonna have to bear this weight you know not by choice new. she's new like yeah. that actress in general is like new mm-hmm. like, that is a lot for her to shoulder at least bozeman had like really like he'd earned his fucking stripes he played fucking jackie robinson yeah like like he played James Brown. Like he he had earned his stripes to play like this this thing. Like um fucking I'm blanking on fucking the girl who plays Shuri's name right now. Um but uh but she's awesome. I've, like anything I've seen her in, she's been really good. But uh but that's a fucking heavy, you know, heavy is the fucking crown. Yeah. And and, and it just sucks for her because it, it's not fair that she has to take so much criticism. Yeah, absolutely. Because she can't just walk away from her role. Absolutely, yeah. So she's an important character. Hundred percent. She's going toe to toe with Tony Stark. Yeah, because she's just like she's like uh, her her um, uh, intelligence is just just as high as his, you know. Cause, mm-hmm. cause, yeah, and and I think that was an insane. It fucking sucks that we didn't get more that they didn't get more time together. Yeah, because the the tech that they could have created together, because 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 you got to think, imagine Tony Stark with having vibranium, yeah, because okay, readily available, because he's used a little bit of it. Because yeah, going back to um, Infinity War, they entrusted her to take the Mind Stone out of Vision, right? And she's like, mm-hmm. you saw how complicated that whole process was, and she's like, shit, like this is like you know, I'm under duress because like I, i'm on like I limited time yeah yeah so so for, for them to to take it to to shuri's um obviously because wakanda was hidden but um you know for, for her to you know be that smart to be able to do something like that it, it definitely says a lot there's not that many people who you know have that kind of knowledge to be able to do something like that and to have that kind of tech because yeah you see like her own even like her own weapons like the stuff she develops like she she, mm-hmm. she she's with it yeah she's badass i uh i i have I have hopes. <laughs> I don't want to have them too high, but I have hopes. Yeah, because like the the worst thing would be for her character to um, get like not like not in the show, but like her character get like assassinated because of the circumstance, right? Because like mm-hmm. for, for the fans to turn on her because um if she gets forced into that position to be the new Black Panther, yeah, like like I don't want it. But if uh, it, but if it has to happen, sure. fuck it. Like, because you, you can't scrap that IP. Like, it, as successful as it was, no. and you know, and, and as shitty as the situation is, you they can't have to try. Yeah, because because you got to think they were they were so far in before the passing, right? They like there's so many mm-hmm. parts like in motion that they, they they can't just pull the plug. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's just a bad situation. But I, I hope that they're able to to, to bounce back because because you got to think right with these major movies like we're losing guardians right guardians 3 is done like like our yeah. after guardians 3 it's done they're not coming back so we're, we're losing that big team so hopefully they can be replaced by x-men and fantastic four so the, hopefully that'll yep. be a, a good team that those and teams we'll lose we rely the team. on hopefully we'll keep some of the characters who who's gonna stay they're not gonna I think Rocket and Groot can fall into okay, yeah the the, the the characters that you don't really need on like they're all CGI not like real people yeah um well, I think uh, I think Nebula, Nebula could stick around. Karen Gillan's still in pretty good shape. I think like the only one to stick around would be Mantis. 
because she does you know she hasn't gotten too much yet yeah that and then she she does stand alone because obviously like, she has like a kid later on maybe they complain to that mm-hmm. um i don't know it it, it just sucks because i just i because because when you look at how guardians like the first movie changed everything like like james gunn took a team that nobody literally cared about into mm-hmm. this big thing they you know they got their own shit in the parks i mean again again okay who knows if guardians 3 is the end it is there's but but batista said he's not signing back on so you lose drags Batista said he's not signing back on you know who also said he wasn't signing back on or wasn't going to be playing daredevil again who charlie cox <laughs> Motherfucker was lying out his ass for fucking years. They kept James Gunn on. I feel like, but given, I do think Batista is done. Mm-hmm. But nope. I think there could be Guardians without Drax. No, but, but uh, okay, James Gunn's even leaving because he's he's going full DC after this. Is he going full DC? Yeah, because he um, okay. And somebody has to correct me if I'm wrong, but last I heard, he's going to be like one of the three people who are like heading this whole new DC um, EU shit where they're trying to like turn the well, ship around. Well, you know what? If 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 he is leaving, then R.I.P. Guardians. But I'd be excited to see what he does in DC because I did like the Suicide Squad a lot. Yeah, no, he he showed a lot of promise, right? Because it, it, it wasn't bad. He turned that ship around. Yeah, and he's super talented. He he he, he yeah. can he if he he can make DC into something awesome. Yeah, I just I don't think they'll kill off all the. I, I don't think they'll not not kill off or no, th- throw away. I don't think they'll kill off or throw away all. And even. I don't like Chris Pratt. I think Chris Pratt sucks. Like Chris Pratt is one of those people who the art and the artist is becoming harder and harder to separate. And that dude is such a fucking idiot. Um, but uh, um, I don't think they'll trash all the the Guardians characters. I think they'll still show up in other IP. I don't know. I think they're too expensive. Yeah, I guess maybe. Well, well in in all honesty, hopefully. Hopefully they trash Chris Pratt at least. And if, if maybe Rocket or Green Groot, the two characters that they can just CGI into shit, are the ones that survive. I'd be fine with that. I just imagine them getting the Eternals treatment, right? <laughs> but I think I think they're going to send Rocket off because of what I've heard with what they're doing in Guardians 3. They're bringing Rocket's love interest in. So I have a feeling they're going to send Rocket off. He has a love interest? Who the hell is his love interest? It's like a little otter or some shit. <laughs> it's like an it's like an otter or some shit that's gone through the same uh the same kind of torture apparently we're good like what i've heard rumors for guardians of three is um the the maker or something like that the person who like the we're gonna get rocket origins in guardians three and kind of get explained like what what made rocket that sounds terrible because it's like a like a really fucked up villain is like in the at the root. Why would <laughs> it's literally the last of the trilogy? And you're gonna try to do an origins? Come on. Well, no, they're not gonna do an origins for Rocket. They're just gonna go. They're gonna they're gonna like, I guess like tie up, like what? Because he talks about how like he was like ripped inside out and tortured and put yeah. back together or whatever, and he like still it- has a little bit of like animosity towards that. And I've heard that I don't. I doubt that's gonna be the whole thing. Is they're definitely gonna have to the address the the adam warlock elephant in the room yeah they, um, they kind of like touched on it in thor a little bit but i heard they're what did they touch on it in thor they're the little fat kid who's fr- from his colony oh shit <laughs> yeah he had the bull haircut because he was just like he's like don't oh, you guys I just... he's like oh, don't, he's like don't you guys know how to fight and they're like no i'm from so-and-so and then the other kid's like oh i'm from you know and he was from where 
uh, all, yeah, all the gold people I were. Yeah, he's, he's the only oh, fat gold right. kid. <laughs> I remember him now. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, he was gold. Um, but yeah, they're going to have to address that. But I heard that's part of what they're going to do is they're going to go into Rocket's past a little bit. And, yeah, and then they're going to kind of fuck around. Because, because realistically, so all we can do is like Drax got his, Ronan the Accuser, dead. Mm-hmm. Thanos, dead. Mm-hmm. Um, Groot is a tree. Um, <laughs> Rocket has some un unaddressed like family and yeah, you know he's the only one issues and it sucks because nebula and fucking gamora had this amazing reconciliation in guardians 2 only for gamora to get fucking killed and then the current gamora that's out in the universe has no idea of the sisterhood Thing. So I'm wondering if they're gonna retie up Gamora. Okay, and what they do? Or Gamora's gone. No, the, they'll just Star Lord. Star Lord's gonna go away, but then they're gonna recast. And when the incursion happens and the, the fallout, whatever plays out, uh, Kitty Pride. They're gonna go the route where Kitty Pride is Star Lord. She's she's Does Kitty Pride becomes Star Lord. Yeah, for, for like a short stint. It's pretty cool. Oh, that sounds sick. God, I can't wait to see who they recast as the X-Men, man. Just bring back McAvoy and Fassbender. That's all. I that's, that's all anybody wants. That's literally all I care about. <laughs> yes. Because there's all like, this stuff. Mac- McAvoy to like um, like an 80% and Fassbender to like a over 100%. That is what I want. Like... But I feel like they're. I would be weird if I saw Fastbender without McAvoy or McAvoy without Fastbender. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, no, no. They definitely they they need to. And dude, fuck. This is the only thing those fucking X Men movies did right. Question: Did you watch the last X Men movie? The the what was it called? This the horror one with magic in it. Um, oh, New Mutants. Yeah, no. New, okay. I don't know anybody no, who's watched it. I've never watched it. I'm scared to watch it. I maybe we should watch it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll we'll start a different series. All right. We got Morbius and New Mutants on the list of movies to to watch and be like, oh, all right, let's figure this yeah. out. Yeah, because because that movie also New Mutants had like a really like like Maisie Williams is in it. And I really like her, mm-hmm. and uh, the kid who plays Jonathan in Stranger Things is in it, and I really like him. Um, but yeah, I heard bad things. Yeah, it was a weird way to go out too, right? That was the last X Men movie. Well, they thought it wasn't gonna be. Yeah, because the they didn't expect to get bought out by Disney. Yeah, they were they were they were in, and also heard like a different people like took over that movie before it got like released too. Yeah, well, like it wasn't like in the same hands the whole time, which we see how the first Suicide Squad turned out like that, mm-hmm. as well as the Justice League movie. Jeez. It's really, really fun. See, the right way to make speaking it. of Justice League, what's up with uh, what's that guy's name uh, for the Flash? Uh, Ezra Miller. Yeah. Is this what like? Is he like self sabotage or? What do you do? 
Oh, he's like spiraling out of control. They're like literally gonna pull him and not put out no his movie. Shit. What did he do? He's like beating up people in Hawaii and like harassing. I like, heard, I heard he like hit somebody somewhere. Yeah, hold on, and look, like look. caused some drama. But, but wasn't that a while ago? Did you do something else again? He's like on a rampage. On let, let me pull up news. He's like a skinny little fucker, dude. Okay. Um. There's uh kidnapping allegations. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's there's like he's just. Like, um, like some Jared Leto shit. Yeah. Okay. So he. Okay. Three. Uh, I, I'm not super caught up on him, but uh, I guess three weeks ago it was reported that he actually got cut from the Flash movie. Or no, 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 no. He's getting cut from DCEU after Flash movie. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he yeah, he's um, gotta... he, he's getting like uh, accused of physical assault and brainwashing, and it's just shit. it's yeah it's not it, it's not looking good. This guy's just like. I, I thought that was their last hope because you look at every what? other every other Justice League person, it, it all went downhill. Um, and Cyborg got cut, so Cyborg wasn't even a factor anymore. So it was like the last hope was Flash, but I maybe it was just too much, and he cracked under the pressure and just decided to go crazy, which is sad to see. But dude, what the fuck is going on? Man. It's weird. I, I obviously I don't know the guy, but when you read shit like that, it's like, dude, you're <laughs> set up for success. But obviously, like I, I guess not everyone can handle that situation, which I totally get. Kidnapping and brainwashing—that's gnarly. Yeah, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, but I'm like, come on, people, how does anybody get brainwashed these days? I mean, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm speaking from like a weird perspective because there'd be lots of cults out there. I mean, I, I, I on the daily listen to a podcast strictly about QAnon. It's pretty fucking wild. Well, wait, like you're like, what's it? Wait, I'm, I'm so interested. No, it's 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 like about how crazy it is. Oh, so you're not like QAnon, like not yet. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay, but. But going back to Black Panther, right? So Black Panther is how we're going to end the year, which is crazy because we're mid-July. So we won't be back here till mid-November. But we'll, we'll 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 pop in with a Morbius and a New Mutants. We'll pop in with a Morbius. Also, well, the inclination record will be out at some point. Yeah, no, I, speaking of inclination, like we, we can um, switch topics to that because I feel like we covered, um, you know, the good chunk of the MCU. We're about two and a half hours in, so... Um, I hope everybody it's enjoyed about that time. Yeah, it's, a, it's about that time where we shift gears um, uh, and uh, switch to um, inclination talk. Um, do you want to start? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, just because we, we said so. Yeah, if you're listening to this then you're probably aware that I'm got in trouble for some things I said during a constraint set and it's kind of fucked up inclinations year to a certain extent and uh, you know, I had to apologize for things I said that I didn't mean because I wasn't saying that Russia's good. I uh, I just don't think that I can in right, my right mind ever advocate for war or the harm to come to people because uh, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I it's just it's it's all fucking complicated. And maybe I shouldn't have opened my mouth about geopolitical fucking violence in a minute and a half uh space between songs but i was feeling pretty passionate about it at the time because i felt like a bunch of people were about to die and then people have lots of people have died 
um, in my head, what uh, what I thought about the situation is that, and what I still think to a certain extent is that adding a bunch of un um, untraceable weapons to a conflict of, with you know very little oversight to how they're going to get dealt out would probably just harm people more than it would help people. Um, and I also had a huge issue with the fact that when and now that it's it's passing and it's happening, we're sending $40 billion of military aid to Ukraine. $10 billion of that is going directly to them. It sucks that I know all of this. I hate that I know all of this, but $10 billion is going to them and $30 billion is getting laundered through American uh, military contractors and companies. That's what I had an issue with. Mm-hmm. The fact that a bunch of people in America are going to fatten their pockets and a bunch of Ukrainians are going to get slaughtered. I recently heard something that uh, like a, a, around the time that I was getting in trouble for this, I heard somebody say on a podcast talking about this, uh, this whole conflict that Americans are willing to fight to the last Ukrainian. And I believe that to be the most uh, true thing in this. And I also listened to something uh, on the history of sanctions last year and when we've sanctioned countries over um, either disagreeing dis- disagreements in political ideologies or disagreements in the way they are um, aggressing towards a neighbor that oftentimes we've had direct interventions in causing the conflicts, see Iran, see Afghanistan, see Syria, Libya, in any of these countries, what, what happens is when you cut, when we say we don't fuck with the country, the rest of the world says us too, because they don't want to risk harming their own investments and relationships with America, which leads to the people in those countries suffering, which means that when we sanction Russia, their transit system gets shut down and a bunch of people can't get to work in Russia. And a bunch of people can't access their money in Russia. And now they can't watch Netflix or get any sort of outside um, news or anything, which what little they could get under the strict um, authoritarian rules in Russia, which I don't agree with and I don't like. So my point is, I think most states are bad. Most countries are bad. And um, I reserve my right to be able to have that opinion living in one of the worst states and worst countries in in the whole planet. Um, It's... I can't imagine ever getting mad if I ever heard somebody. Recently, um, I, I watched something on one of the few things I trust on the internet where um, they showed a member of uh, UK's parliament, one of the Irish representatives, go off on America and talk about how fucked we are and how fucking insane it is that we think that we can have any sort of say in what's going on anywhere else in the world. And I get backlash because I talked about something else that was going on in the world. I am very, very happy and thrilled to see somebody from another country talk about how much my country fucking sucks. I feel fucking blessed and I feel fucking seen that someone in another fucking country, especially someone in Ireland who knows um, what it's like to be oppressed by another fucking country, um, actually see what America is doing to the people who live here, to all of us, and um, recognize that as fucking batshit. So I'm sorry that I showed a genuine concern and interest in um, the safety and well-being of people in Russia and Ukraine. 
and the fact that a bunch of 19 year old kids are going to be lambs to the fucking slaughter for military profit and um just furthering united states hegemony across the world um in our last gasps of power before china swallows everybody economically um because the people here would rather enrich themselves to the last fucking second than at all plan for a more cooperative future so that being said that's how i feel about what happened to me and it has caused the inclination record to get pushed and our record releases got moved to the fall um our record release was supposed to be next weekend on my birthday um and uh that's not happening anymore we're still playing canada we're still playing uh california i think the plan is for something to maybe come out before those shows um but yeah it sucks it sucks that i said something and it affected my band and it affected you know it made everybody in my band think our band was going to break up for a second and um it sucks that i just cared and that was a problem but it is what it is and uh i didn't i wasn't mad at anybody for being mad at me i was frustrated that i was misunderstood but at the same time like i it's 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 I, and i don't mean to to compare it to this because this is fucked up but um it's the same reason why i can see where certain people um can be anti-abortion and people can be you know anti-choice for women because they think that that abortion is actually killing and dismembering babies and if you think that babies are being murdered and that is actually what you think which a lot of people thought i was advocating for genocide and advocating for the slaughter of ukrainians and saying russia's great and ukraine's bad um if you actually think that i'm saying that or you're in the same sense you actually think that babies are being murdered i can understand where it is a top priority to go out and protest and tell people that abortion is murder and all that stuff and it is also completely justified for you to spam my band's social medias and make say horrible things about me thinking that i was advocating for something that i was not where in the same sense people think that abortion is advocating for baby murder um it's just misguided and it was not um not correct in what i was intending to convey so there it is that's my that's my explanation with my voice, not what I typed out and sent to Caleb and to post on our Instagram, because again, all this stuff was going down and I was at work and uh, I had to just be texted and told throughout the day how, uh, how shit was blowing back on us and it sucked, but it is what it is. And um, I'm not sorry because I got in trouble. I am sorry that I upset people. Well, I know you, and when I caught wind of what was going on, I could not believe that you would say the things that people were trying to portray. So obviously, I, I reached out to you, you know that, we talked, and I, I just refused to believe it. I was like, I think people are just jumping to conclusions, and 
these types of things uh, have to be in these like nuanced conversations. You, you can't, you know, it, it's, it's hard to be able to get your point across in that short amount of time. So, you know, people could easily mix up what you're saying. Um, but, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. But it's just like for, for, for people to come and try to to take down your band or take you down to try to slander your name, I, I just don't think that's right. Because the, the, the fact that you opened up a line of communication for anybody who wanted to reach out and have those real conversations with you. And unfortunately, when so we left that email, um, I got three emails. Two of them were were positive and one of them was, you know, hoping that I am never allowed, I'm not allowed to live anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it wasn't until like a couple weeks ago that uh, I realized that like 14 messages went to the spam folder. Okay. Um, and I, I would quickly like apologize to everybody who, and then like a few people messaged me back and I had like a, a little bit more of a conversation with, uh, with some people. Unfortunately, I don't think it was anybody who, uh, I can't remember now, but I, I don't think it was anybody who was still upset with me. Mm. Um, someone sent something very much like, like kind of snarky, like they expected an apology and they were waiting to see it like, like very much like a, like a disingenuous, like continuance, like continuous, uh, like insistence on being upset, like not enough, mm-hmm. like a pound of, like they were demanding a pound of flesh for, uh, for, you know, my transgression. Um, but, uh, but most of them were, were pretty, you know, understanding and nuanced and just saying like, Hey, you know, like the, the nice for you to you know admit that you were you were wrong and what you uh what you you know appear to be saying and all this stuff um and that that's not like clarifying that that's not what you what you in, uh, intended to convey and whatnot um but uh but i felt bad because I, I felt like i'm there's like a group of people who felt like i ignored them mm-hmm. um and that wasn't my intention i responded to all the um the first emails i got that i thought we only got three at first and it turned out we got like 17 um, but again, I mean, we had like thousands of comments and, um, like, you know, fucking whatever was going on on Reddit and whatever was going on in, in like the constraints of social media got really fucking like raised pretty hard. Um, but, uh, but I, um, but out of that, when you get 17 responses and like, f- I think four of them were fuck off, go die. Mm-hmm. Um, all the rest of them were pretty, uh, pretty understanding. Um, so yeah, I mean, I wasn't trying to hide from anything. I mean, dude, I was at work. Like you, you reached out like a few, a few other people like texted me. Um, my friend Chris from change was, was super, super, um, supportive. And I talked to him on the phone to try to like figure out like what to do. So I was like, I wanted to say something the first day and Everybody else was kind of, I think, just kind of hoping it would just blow over and go away. And because it wasn't what I was saying. Um, Ashton, Ashton, I mean, I don't mean like made a joke, but Ashton like made a joke about it. Because um, have you ever seen uh, you ever seen the Scooby-Doo movie, the live action movie? No, I'm not that big of a fan, if I'm being honest. So I'm, I think the only time I saw it was like uh, was like in like I watched it in school. Like they played mm. it like on like a movie day at school like in high school or something and like uh but ashton like watched it a lot when she was a little kid um and uh there's a part in the movie where um uh fred is being like interviewed on news and they're like kind of asking him like leading questions mm-hmm. and he's like 
oh, you're just trying to make it look like I said, cool. Like I say, Coolsville sucks. And then they cut to like the news that night and it says, Fred Jones says, Coolsville sucks. And it's like, like that kind of is what they did. Like to, to yeah. what I said, like when they, once the video was removed, some that gave free reign for somebody who kind of had a little bit of an ulterior motive and like picking out, like cherry picking what I was saying and ignoring the part where I said like, Hey, like, you know, it's, it's, it's correct to think that it's fucked up for people to be getting bombed and attacked by an outside nation because it's, but it's also happening all the time. It happens in, in Palestine and Israel, like, like Israel does Palestine every day. Um, and, uh, or not every day, but you know, whenever they feel like it, they go and they fuck them up, killed a fucking journalist recently. It's, it's horrible. But, um, but because I saw like so many people being like, oh, people are only outraged because they're white people. And it's like, no, they're outraged for a lot of reasons. It's not just because they're white people. It's like really fucked up what, you know, Russia is doing and whatnot. And like, it's not cool. Um, bombing another country relentlessly is not fucking cool. The damage it does is like long standing. Like um, uh, the, the bombing campaign that America did on North Korea during the North Korea war was so extensive that they reached a point where American bombing teams didn't know where to bomb anymore because they leveled everything already. Uh-huh. It already bombed everything. So they didn't know what to even go for, um, which is fucked up. Cause that's like, that's ruining water infrastructure. That's ruining a lot of different things. Like that really fucks a country up and like makes it like, like, I mean, people can die because of things getting poisoned, like gas lines, like, like it really me- it messes shit up. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I'm losing my train of thought right now, but, uh, but yeah, regardless, like I, uh, oh, because one of the things I saw, cause I was, I mean, I got fucking sick, you know, we've, uh, we've talked about this before. Like I've come clean about like me, like getting lost in the comments on, you know, people hating whatever I'm doing and, um, getting kind of personal with me, like people who literally just don't like me so they don't like inclination and they um that's their issue with inclination is me um and these are people i don't know and it's like they're very very strange to get that personal with somebody you don't know um but uh i was reading some of the comments and i saw somebody say like oh it's it's nice for him to say this about or for him to you know comment on this but where is he caring about uh um palestine and whatnot and i even like just because I don't even think some of these people are hardcore people because there's so many people who just got eyes on this and just decided to jump in the mob. Um, but I messaged that person and I said, I said, Hey, like that video is edited. I was, t- I talked about that right before mm-hmm. like this comments were made. Like that was where this conversation came from was me drawing a line between the two and saying like, people are caring right now. We should always be up, up in arms for like aggressions like this. And, um, it, uh, I don't know. I mean, the person seemed kind of disinterested with me, like reaching out to them, but like I cared about like feeling like anybody felt like I was like intended harm or like I was like purposefully, you know, not, you know, telling the full, the full side of it or anything like that, because it's just, I don't know. And it's also like to a certain extent, like I'm like, holding somebody to account like especially me who i don't plan any of the things i say on stage like i try to give everybody like 
I mean, I've talked to you about this before. I try to give everybody like a unique experience for what um, what I talk about. So I, I, most of the time when we talk, I try to re-listen to what we talked about last time so I don't tell any of the same stories again because I don't want to be like a guy who's repeating, you know, um, the same war stories or anything like that. I, I want to tell, I want to, I want to try to give everything a unique, unique spin. So, um, so really, I don't know. I just became kind of obsessive for those few days and I've gotten away from it now and I'm good. And I feel like I'm not checking anything anymore, which is, just healthy but damn it was it was fucking poison man dude the internet is fucking poison yeah it was um rough for me to know that you were going through that just because like i said like you and i we're actually like friends we're not just it's not just hardcore stuff you know so to to know that you were getting uh you know kind of crucified for just a misinterpretation of what you're saying on stage i i just felt like it wasn't right and you know i i, I definitely wanted to say something publicly but i was like oh, I'm, I'm just gonna wait because i i obviously well, I, I knew we were gonna do this and i don't want to uh just don't want to overstep you know my position because i don't you know you don't need me to come to your to your aid um and i don't want to say things um you know publicly and, and you know make you upset so i i just yeah no out. i mean it's it's like and it's also like i don't blame like i don't blame anybody like it was my shit i stepped in like mm-hmm. i didn't want like I never want to be the person who like falls in the fucking grain silo and then three people jump in to get me out and they just drown with me. Like it's, uh, especially when it's something I didn't mean. hundred percent. hundred percent. Like it doesn't, like it doesn't, there's no need for anybody to come out and talk about, you know, I don't need a fucking character witness right now. Like I'm, I'm like enough people reached out to me who knew my character and, and like a bunch of people reached out after I like, or after I, after Caleb posted the statement that I sent him, because again, I don't, I don't, I don't do any of the stuff myself. Like mm-hmm. I don't run any of our social medias. I don't have access to them to do anything. Like I, I'm, I barely tweet from my own Twitter. Like, um, I, uh, like I don't have much of a say in what my bands do aside from what is said <laughs> um which you know is what happened what got me in trouble but like um but i mean i had a bunch of people reach out and say like you know they have a different opinion of me than they did before like they didn't even realize that i cared like i did which i thought i thought that was at least somewhat reassuring that you know because i felt bad because i mean there's definitely people who like like inclination inclination meant something to them and they got completely turned off by the to the band completely and like you know i'm not saying like oh you know like i i I want everybody to like my band but it really sucks when like a band that i'm in like mattered to somebody or like the things that i wrote or talked about like like helped them in some way and then i said something that like felt like a betrayal because i know i've like been betrayed by bands i've had like i've been obsessed with bands and then had them talk about how hardcore stupid and like they don't like care about it and they think it's like a dumb thing and it's like well fuck that that sucks because i'm still like neck deep in this shit and like plan on being that for the rest of my very short life most likely like i um i don't know so it's just it's shitty but it's over now for the most part i think and i mean we'll see if anything ever comes of it when we go to europe at some point but 
Um, but yeah, I just, I, uh, I have like a profound interest in the world and I didn't know some of the things I said weren't exactly correct at the time when I said them. And I knew some of them to be incorrect even the week later. And it's just, you know, it's an oopsie. <laughs> I think humans are, I think humans make oopsies. I think if your oopsies don't kill anybody or, or, um, you know, physically harm anybody or molest anybody, like it's, it, you're, you know, you do some in your life, you're not going to be right all the time. And um, you're not going to be a hundred percent accurate all the time. Like, I mean, the, the things I've said in this conversation are things that I've looked up and I've like checked sources on to know. And at the time when I said some of those things, I had, I had seen sources saying things like that. Like one of the things I said was that Ukraine has a really low life expectancy and it did, <laughs> it did, it did even before the war but um it's it's just not good like like instability like that is not healthy it's not good and you know what do i think other countries should do when things like that are happening i think you should take as many refugees as you can um and you do your best to get people to stop violence in a diplomatic way because violence doesn't stop violence it escalates violence and sanctions are violence economic uh, you can economic damage to other countries is violence it leads to famines it leads to all kinds of um repressions and in countries that are already repressing gay people and trans people and other marginalized people it's like well who's going to suffer the most when you sanction these places oh the people who are already suffering the most there so it's like i don't know it's it's all bullshit. It's all complicated. I don't believe in borders. I don't believe in states. <laughs> <laughs> That's something again. I'm a fucking anarchist, man. <laughs> well, I'm happy to know that uh, you're doing better because obviously, yeah, it, 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 yeah, I'm it's... doing a lot better. But it, it, I mean, it does just mean I just think about this stuff all the time. But I already was, I already was thinking mm -hmm. about this stuff all the time. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I'm happy we're able to clear the air and just kind of put that out there because I know a lot of people listening who. We're going to be curious to know about the situation. Um, so obviously I had to address it. Um, but inclination coming to California uh, early August, yep. which is cool. I am a little sad Fucking speed. I get to see speed. I'm so excited. I'm I'm happy you get, you get to see speed because obviously I'm they're super international. They're from Australia. It, it, it's, it's super rare for bands from Australia to make it to the States. So so it's awesome that you guys get to play together. It's going to be super sick. It's also super rare for bands from Australia to be that fucking good, too. Yeah, they're on this crazy wave for anyone who's not. They're fucking incredible, dude. Like, I mean, I was I've always been like um, like a paying attention to the Australian bands that can make it like mm. I loved Miles Away. Amazing band. I fucking loved Miles Away. That fucking uh, I saw them with Outbreak when I was a kid and I bought a Miles Away shirt and then the next day I wore I wore it actually so I I um I saw Outbreak and Miles Away play I think both bands cover Bad Brains maybe I think both bands cover Bad Brains and I think Outbreak might have covered I think they covered Sailing On into I'm Seeing Red um 
by Minor Threat. It was fucking sick. Really fucking awesome show to see when you're 17 years old. Um, but on Bottom Miles Away shirt, and then the next day, um, there's a well, you actually might be aware of it. Do you know Elizabethtown in Kentucky? There's a movie with Orlando Bloom about it. Uh-huh. Um, so Elizabethtown is like 45 minutes away from uh, uh, Louisville. Um, so expired youth, Chris, who plays in Inclination now, his old straight edge band from Chicago, expired youth played uh, played Eastown um, the day after the Miles Away Outbreak show in, in Louisville. And I bought a Miles Away shirt and I did the thing because I was unaware. And this is the thing, I've, I've literally never done it since then. I wore the shirt from the show I got at the last show, at the show the next day. Uh-huh. So I showed up to E-Town wearing my Miles Away shirt. I got like, a, it was like the screaming hand, the Santa Cruz hand or whatever. Fucking wish I still had that shirt because I would give it to Ashton because it fit her still. Um, but uh, I, um, I wore that Miles Away shirt to the Expired Youth show along with eight other people from the day before and it was, i was like i was like there's now a month waiting time before i wear a new shirt like i've got to wait a month like there's no i can't wear it the next day that's funny so um um but yeah uh but yeah i fucking loved miles away and um 50 lions was pretty good but I, fucking speed is the next fucking yeah i i got to see 50 lions when they played Sand fury that's awesome mm-hmm I remember that DTN split they did. That shit was sick. Yeah, down to nothing. I think I owned it before I sold a bunch of records for stupid reasons. Um, but yeah, because so, I didn't want to move with them again, and I shouldn't have done that. I don't blame you. It's a lot. Those things get heavy. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So uh, I'm excited to play with Speed. That show's sick. Um, I looked up all the bands because we're playing with a bunch of bands I never. Um, that Doomsday band is fucking rad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out the homie Mark. Yeah, they're an awesome band. That's fucking awesome. I uh, I'd never even heard of him, and I listened to it, and I was like, "Fuck, this is this is fucking rad." It was exactly like looking at the art and looking at the font is exactly what I expected to sound like. It was fucking sick. Mm-hmm. That Iron Age cover on their new promo was very cool. Yeah. Um, good, like weird choice for an Iron Age song to cover too. It's very cool. Um, they definitely pull it off as, as neat. I'm excited to see them. Um, I'm trying to think who else was playing that show. Shadow Man. I don't think I've listened to that yet. Mm, Shadow Man and Momentum. Momentum, yeah. Um, but yeah, that show will be fucking wild. I'm somewhat concerned following Speed that how our set's going to go. But um, I'm mostly upset because that means I can't go off to Speed because I can't get You don't want to risk getting hurt, yeah. Immediately before we play. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, but that LA show, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see Field of Flames. I'm really glad. I think I told you, I was like, that's the only band I want to play with in California. Mm-hmm. And I get to, so. Yeah. Bonus. They're super sick. Uh, Faith Alone, that's one band you got to check out if you haven't. Yeah, yet. I downloaded it. I haven't checked it out yet. Um, I did check out, uh, is it Click? Mm-hmm. Is that how you, um, like, I'm assuming that's how you pronounce the word. Yes. I didn't know if they pronounced it differently. Um, it kind of reminds me of Old Zabalba. Yeah, the, I I just love that they have like a whole like theme to their band. If you like read like the lyrics and you look at like the imagery, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's all like anti cop shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, I uh, I I want to I want I need to read the lyrics because I just think I just listened to the first two songs. When I was driving home from uh, um, I was, when I was driving home the other night. Um, oh, dude, I listened to your episode with Anthony. Uh, oh, I texted you afterwards, dude. Me and him have been fucking reconnecting. Thank you for sending me his number. 
Um, no, no I was listening to all of his old bands. I was falling in a hole because I didn't know what he was up to. Dude, 707s is incredible. I I'm love like that shit. Obsessed with that shit. I'm it's obsessed. Off. It's awesome. It's fucking awesome. It's uh, it reminds me of that uh, that Bug Band. Okay. Um, this on uh, Pop Wig or whatever. Um, but like maybe like Punker, Punker Bug. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, I was listening. I I I was I listened. I went and hung out with Ashton and her. Uh, work friends at a bar um after work the other night and i listened to 707s on the way there and on the way home i was like i'm gonna check out this click band and uh and i listened to the first few songs and i was like it, re- it reminded me of like a like a like a if like how zabalba was at the beginning mm-hmm. but like a little more aggressive um if that makes sense i'm trying to think who else is playing those shows uh, and uh, pull your card oh yeah i'm very excited to see that that band that band's rad and that band name is fucking incredible mm-hmm. yeah they, they got a nice following they they go pretty crazy yeah i'm excited i think that show will be cool um i don't know we'll see which one's better for us at least i think both shows are gonna be fun to be at but yeah i, I know a lot of people are stoked uh, yeah people are super stoked to see you guys live so i'm just excited to play those spots i uh i've heard about both of them pretty pretty extensively so i'm i'm hoping i'm hoping it's sick i'm hoping i don't fall off the stage mm-hmm. um yeah midnight hours super sick venue i i, I definitely love that place well yeah so that's what we got going i'm trying to think i, I know uh oh um the fucking the ldb comp is finally going to stream this week oh wow um, i'm i'm not sure when this uh episode's coming out if uh it'll, it'll be, be out before friday yeah yeah it'll probably drop uh thursday okay cool well if you're hearing this and you're hearing me say this right now on thursday tomorrow the ldb comp's going to drop and the inclination uh by the grace of the god covers on that along with uh the constraint song about how i think it should be legal to kill people um <laughs> the purge if they suck enough if they suck enough um, um okay and uh, constraints still still hitting the road Yep, we're still going out with Gates um, for uh, the longest tour I've done in years. So that'll be cool. Um, playing Canada like three or four times on that tour, I think. Jeez. Yeah. So I'll be in Canada for Wild Rose, mm-hmm. fly home, work a few days, and then I'll have to work all day and all night on Wednesday. I'll probably have to work like the 14 or 15 hour shift that day maybe 16 maybe 17 i'm not sure um i'm gonna have to leave directly they're gonna pick me up for the tour from work um and then we'll head to uh we head straight to fargo from me getting off work Jeez, from work to fargo north dakota yeah it's gonna be a long ass fucking drive and then the next day we're in Canada. We're in like Regina or some shit like that. Regina. I think it's Regina. It's I Regina. It's more, I think it's the more stupid way to pronounce it. Yeah. Shout out to um, um, Stepping Stone. Flashback, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Same people, yeah. yeah. Flashbacks from there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, I think we do Regina. And then there might be another day before Scoped. Um, I'm, I'm looking at the tour fly right now. Um, no, it, it looks like it's uh, Regina to, to to scope. Dude, I'm I'm bummed we're missing Scowl, but uh, I'm very excited we're playing the same day as Change. I want to see that band so bad. They played. Dude, f- they literally played right down the street when I was in Wilkesbury, 
and I was, Shit. but but it's like I had booked my Wilkesbury trip before that yeah. chain show got announced. So I'm just like, geez, this is like yeah, the but worst you time. You weren't going to Wilkesbury. Was that for the uh, the one step show, or was that for the? SWB. It was uh, for SWB, if I remember correctly. Gotcha. I mean, you saw an incredible show, still. Yeah, but still, like, I, I want to see change because I, I still to this day think that record is perfect front to back. Dude, like, it's just, amazing. Yeah, that song beyond the song with the underdog part mm-hmm. is one of my favorite hardcore songs I've heard in a while. Yeah. Um, uh, it's so funky. It's so fucking cool. But yeah, I'm really excited to see change. Uh, I haven't seen my friend Chris, uh, who plays guitar and change in years, so I'm. I'm pretty stoked to see them. Um, I'm trying to think of who else is playing that day. I know Strife is playing that day, so I'm pretty stoked to fucking see Strife. I haven't seen Strife in a long time. Did they already post like the day to day breakdown? Yeah, we're playing oh. the second day. Okay. Um, us and Gates. Um, I don't know. I saw the flyer the other oh, day. Yeah. I saw the t- you Endgame, Cold Shoulder, Meantime, Swing Low, Gates. Ballista from Texas. Ballista, yeah, sick. We're playing the same day as them. And Tsunami and Strife. Tsunami and Strife, yeah. It's going to be a gnarly fucking day. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited. And then uh, we're playing fucking Vancouver. I've never been to Vancouver. Well, I've never been to Canada. So mm-hmm. I, I, I get to play on that tour, Calgary, Vancouver, and Toronto. So which... it's, all, it's all new. I figured I figured if I ever played any of those places, it would be like a oh I go play and then I come home, sort of situation. So I get to do all those in the same tour. Um, we go all the way down to LA. This will be Constraints first time on the West Coast. Um, I get to play Boise again. The last time I played Boise, it was one of the worst shows I've ever played in my life. It was awesome though. Good old Boise. Shout out Devin. Shout out yeah, Devin, uh, Rejection, Rejection Pack. Witness yeah. Chamber. Their new fucking song is thick. That new uh, two song thing they put on is cool. Yeah, they they, um, they got a little weekend going on um, in the Pacific Northwest this weekend. So hopefully they're out there. That's awesome. Doing yeah, cool shit. I, uh, yeah, I like that band a lot. I'm still proud of my guest part on that uh, on their seven inch. Um, I think I, I channeled my Vogel for that shit. Um, my inner Vogel. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, that, that tour's gonna be cool. We're playing Arizona. The last time we played Arizona was the hottest show I've ever played in my life. So I'm excited to play. I believe the same venue we played when we played the hottest show. Somebody ended up going to the hospital because of like overheating. Jeez. Um, who are you yeah, playing with? With not. What? Uh, who are you playing with when you're in Arizona? Uh, it was uh, another mistake. Um, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. This upcoming tour. Oh, the upcoming tour. Oh, it's the, just us and Gates. No locals. It's just. I don't know any of the locals yet on any of these things. Okay. Dude, I don't see the internet. That's true. I see like, I see it. I see what I get tagged in. <laughs> if somebody, ta- like I've been tagged in a few flyers where I've been like, oh, that show will be cool. And then I don't even really realize what, uh, where it is. All right, um, Let me try to search this out. There's a lot of flyers. Um, that's Springfield. God, these one of these flyers. Like, who the hell's making these? <laughs> um, books two shows, and now he's a fucking expert on flyers. <laughs> it's a pain. I, I got I, I got lucky. I'm I'm trying to book a third one. Um, hold on, L- let me message the headliner. They, they they've been kind of dodging me. Let's see. I, I can't say it publicly. Um, uh-huh. But if everything works out, we, we got a third show early August. Um, but maybe I'm, Dude, I'm speaking too soon. I'm, I'm happy that Jamie, the promoter, is starting. 
it's 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 about time you uh you you have to be as stressed out as other people <laughs> well it's because when i'm seeing cool tours like inclination come through but there's no orange county day when i'm yo i wanted to be there three days we couldn't do it yeah i can't remember whose fault it is but it's not fucking mine okay and then warren comes through there's no orange county date uh it's just like what's going on like we're we're still a pretty strong scene we got off bands Bob fault? no no i don't think bob had a hand in this one right okay but bob is the reason why shackled came through shout out bob wilson um but shout out Shackle for wanting to play Orange County. Shout out to to Anxious for wanting to play Orange County. There's... I'm not going to shout out Bob Wilson. I'm wearing a mouse to the palace shirt right now. It's <laughs> enough. Yeah, uh, you're repping pretty hard. I'm, I'm sure he'll be stoked on that. But um, yeah, it's like I don't want it to be a thing where people start to pass us over because nobody's no, nobody's reaching out. It's like, no, like, like this Dude, is the thing. I wanted to. I was hoping to play program. I thought an inclination to show program would be incredible. Dude, it would be insane. It would be awesome. It'd be stupid. It'd be stupid. I'd get fucked up. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, so now I'm telling everybody, yo, you're, if you come through, let's do Orange County. I'll make it happen. Like, call me. Let's set this up. Like, I'm sick of. You know, ne- next time, next time we'll absolutely do it. I, I will be fucked. I will be, fu- I will be so disappointed if we don't do OC or San Diego next time. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go back to San Diego so bad. I'm dying. To go back to San Diego. It's one of my favorite places I've only been once. It's two it, places, two places I've only been once that I want to go back so bad: okay. San Diego and Savannah. Interesting. Be careful in Savannah. We'll we'll talk about that off air. But um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, San Diego is really nice. It, it, it's great down there. It's beautiful. It's my, one of my favorite. My favorite. It's my favorite ocean day of my life. Yeah, the last time I was down there, I was with Take It to Heart. And I was like, dude, let's just quit our lives and apply at this brewery because they're playing right next to this brewery. I was like, let's apply at this brewery, get an apartment across the street, and we can shop at this mini Target, and our lives will be super chill. But Dude, uh, we uh, we played a burger place. We all got free burgers. Uh, another mistake played. No one moshed. We covered carry-on. No one knew it. Jeez. It was depressing. <laughs> but free burgers. That's I'm, free burgers and the ocean though. It was great. <laughs> yeah. I love free food. World of Pain played that show. That was sick. Shout out World of Pain. That. Go listen to Mongrel. Um, do your homework. Um Yeah. It's crazy. San Diego's um, interesting. Yeah, I want to go back. So hopefully hopefully next time we'll be we'll be in your territory. I'm bummed the constraint tour is not coming this that far down. I know. You're you're teasing me with this the We yeah. gotta we gotta go back. We gotta get back to Toronto, my dude. All right. Well it's okay, because I'm 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 now I'm seeing where my uh, you know, my weakness was I, I've been doing this podcast for so long. I should have been telling people, let me book your band years ago. So here I am. I, I'm playing catch up. So now these things all got booked before I started doing what I'm doing. So now, um, you know, uh, in the following year, we'll see the fruits of these seeds being planted right now. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. I, dude, I'm pissed. I, I, I don't have a venue to book bands at right now. In Louisville. I, I keep having to turn people down and I feel bad mm-hmm. every time. I just saw that uh, I, can't, I can't afford to pay four hundred dollars for a venue in which enough kids are going to come for me to pay the venue. Who booked that uh, Koyo tour that's going through there? Is the Koyo tour coming through here? I saw it. I'm five two shows posting about it. Fucking, I haven't been on the internet. I mean, that, oh, that's I, true. I, I have oh. no idea what's coming here. Yeah, it's the um, stick, stick to your guns, uh, uh, Kublai Khan, Belmont, Koyo, and Foreign Hands. 
oh shit that's a wild tour is it a portal is that what it says yeah it's i just like yeah, a portal portland yeah that venue is so expensive to book at well colin's the only one who can book there pretty much shout out colin yeah colin's colin is stressed out all the time no i can't do that i can't I, be as stressed out as colin is i'll have fucking ulcer yeah I, I i get stressed out but then it's just like i'm just trying to book a show at a bfw hall mm-hmm. that's all i want to do yeah i'm I want to book. I I already I'm already planning like way far in advance my final show. I just want to book that and I can walk away happy. What is it? Throwdown? No. You know it's okay. Here, <laughs> let, 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 let me break some news here because it doesn't matter anyway. So I um I, I got hit up there like um by some people who shall remain unnamed at this point. They're like, hey, like let's do an Orange County Edge Day show. So I'm like, oh, got you. So I reached out to my friends in contention. I'm like, hey, let me fly you guys out to do the show and. Uh, unfortunately, one That's of the me- uh, w- one of the members, like their girlfriend's birthday is like the next day or something. So they're like, hey, like we can't miss our girlfriend's birthday. But I'm like, all right, fair play. I, I totally get it. So I'm like, all right, let me go to my plan B, which is Throwdown, right? Because I have like a little bit of a relationship with Dave Peters, not trying to brag. But I reach out to Throwdown. I'm like, hey, I'm booking this Edge Day show. Would love to have you guys on. Throwdown gets back to me. They're like, hey, like, unfortunately, we're not doing anything at the moment, but good luck on the show. So I'm like, fuck, contention can't do it. Throwdown can't do it. Um, there's not a whole lot of, uh, you know, bigger, like, straight edge bands, like, edge bands, like yeah. out here. Like, granted, we have Dare, but then, like, we have to fly out their drummer. I don't know what the drummer mm-hmm. schedule's like. I don't, you know, uh, uh, Angel lives up north. And then, okay, so Dare might not be an option. So when I look across the board, we got Firestarter. Um, uh, but I don't know, uh, you know, like you know, who else is gonna be on the bill? That that, that that's one band, right? Um, so it's just like I don't I, I don't know. And then I don't when I look at other bands that I want to fly out, it's just like scheduling wise, like shits. I'm already late to the game, right? Because so much shit's already planned out for the yeah. fall. So it's just like, all right, maybe next year. <laughs> so whoever hit me up, hit me up earlier next year. Maybe we can make something happen. Dude, I we we got asked to, we get asked to do like at least an edge day show somewhere like every year or so. We can never do it, and it's always such a fucking bummer. We only we only got to play the one in the one edge day show we played is the one that made us decide we don't want to play without Isaac. Yeah, that's pretty rough. And it was, yeah, it it was a sick show. It was in uh, it was Richmond Edge Day, um, but uh, but yeah, our our set was like not getting to really practice with people who were doing it was kind of a mess, and having to play with two villains was not ideal. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah, um, but yeah, that constraint tour will be ex- ex- uh, exciting if I can make it through the whole thing. I'm gonna be fucking shot, dude. I can't. I can't do it. I don't think I can do it. Tour for that long. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, time will tell them. You'll be okay. You'll figure it out. Because they're going to be making me skate on tour too, and I'm going to want a mosh every day. It's going to be fucking. It's going to be a goddamn nightmare. Okay. Well, um, I have we'll to ask see. you about. Uh, <laughs> uh, you mentioned the comp, and I, I, I forgot to ask you about. Uh, yeah. uh, what's up with Sleep Away? Trying to figure it out, man. So. We just had uh, so Jeremy, our bass player, got married a few weeks ago, and uh, um, Matt, uh, our guitar player, like missed it because he got COVID. Mm-hmm. And then Ryan's been all over the place lately, so we haven't been practicing. Um, Gates uh, recorded their LP uh, like last week, so hopefully, hopefully when 
things start settling down around like around and after these tours we can get together and get this the seven inch recorded but uh but yeah i mean vinyl is also a nightmare we're not going to wait on vinyl to put it out digitally so it'll be out as soon as the recording and the art exists but um but yeah i want to i want to do sleepway so bad dude i'm so proud of it <laughs> i'm so proud of what we've done but i and i want to show everybody but other than just that live set that exists on 856 that's about the only place you can hear it other than this comp song all right well you take what we can get so hopefully in the future uh you know things can fall into place and you guys can do some more stuff yeah i want to so bad dude we're we're, we're all i everybody still seems to be pretty itching for it so um I, uh, I'm pretty sure we're still going to make it happen, but it all kind of hinges on, I think me bugging the shit out of people to actually get together and do it. Cause it sucks. Cause I'm just, I'm the, the singer. I don't, I should just be told when to come. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not nest. I'm not a uh, essential, uh, essential cargo. I, I should be able to just be told the time and then go. Well, times are changing. Yeah, I don't have to. I don't have to change anything to go. You guys tell me a time, I make it. I don't have any specifications on time. I'm trying to be easygoing. But yeah, LDB's got a bunch of shit going on though. Movies got made all those announcements. Dose and Raw Life and I. I uh, like Raw Life. Great band. Yeah. Have you, did you listen to uh, those The Mirror songs? The you know for the promo or which song? Yeah, the X Heaven's Die Band. Mm-hmm. doing that um fucking god who knows what's gonna happen with vinyl dude I, we've been waiting on these strangle your records for so long i'm I'm curious if, i think i might have died and i'm in some sort of purgatory um and then the comp vinyl should be out soon ish after the streaming god when i talk about ldb it's just it makes me want to fucking drill this fucking hole in the head um just because the wait times are just so insane. Um, I will just say some things, I guess. So that we're the, the two witnesses record is in is in a little bit further process. Um, we're doing a record for my friends like Pop Project BGFM. Okay. Um, it's uh, this uh, this guy who played drums in this band Deathbed that another mistake used to tour with. Um, there, uh, it's like it sounds like '90s, like kind of like radio pop like savage garden kind of shit um it's interesting um we're doing a record for him because uh, it's kind of like a solo project he just gets people to play in it um but uh doing a record for that um domain from florida i'm not sure if i've ever talked about this one that's one of the next releases after the comp and uh strangle you comes out we're doing a the both of their i think they are doing something with days now Okay. Um, they're awesome I, I saw them at FYA they killed it oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah that band's fucking rules mm-hmm. I um we're doing both of their first EPs on a like a 12 inch together mm-hmm. um yeah I'm always fucking so like hesitant to talk to it about anything till like the bands talk about it so like with Dose and Raw Life they like were like immediately wanting to like rep so there's like a few things that are like in the works that I think people will be excited about, but I just don't, I don't know how at liberty I am to say about it. Cause all I've done is spend money to have it made yet till the test press exists. Mm-hmm. Anybody can back out. hundred <laughs> percent. 
Yeah, you, you don't so want to. Yeah, I, I get it. You don't want to jump the gun and start promoting stuff that isn't actually super solid. Mm-hmm. And so the band's ready to say like, "Hey, we're on the label." And I'm trying to think if there's anything else that's that's happened or developed. Um, yeah, I really can't think of anything. I listened to that interview with Tony. That was good. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it was hard to track that awesome. guy down. <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't know we were the same age. Yeah, he doesn't. Uh, I, I I thought he was younger. Which, uh, you know, I thought he was younger too. He does not vibe like somebody who's as old as as old as us. Yeah, respect though. Yeah, no, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to do something with them. I'm just excited to branch out and do like because you you even said like you know there haven't been that many East Coast bands or especially like bands from like Jersey PA area on the label as the first one so mm. I'm uh I'm excited to uh to branch out we're doing a band, record for a Florida band I'm excited to do another record for another Midwest band um with Dose um yeah I want to do California bands but goddamn dude it's just so stressful because you don't know. We're not there. <laughs> well, I'm here. I, if, 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 if you look at my track record, look at every band that I've ever promoted. There's been like one that flopped. Everybody else is pretty much golden. Throw me somebody you trust to, to stay a band long enough. For All right. I know a really good band who's looking for a new label. Maybe we'll speak off air. Yeah, the only thing that's fucked right now is uh, so because we're in such a wild uh, backup on vinyl and Mm-hmm. We have so much product in in works and in flux, and we're such a small label. I'm back to spending my own money on LDB, and it's emptied my bank account. Yeah, it's not the vibe. Um, okay, yeah, just, this this is what you need to do, right? We, we got to revolutionize everything. Take a break from vinyl. We're we're going full on. Let me adjust my camera. We're going full K-pop, right? See 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 all these see all all these special packaging. Just change the game. You see, I'm down for like I just I just I just love vinyl, man. It's it's what I want on my shelf. So it's it's just temporary, right? It's not it's not forever. It's just you know. Yeah, but I want everything to get the vinyl release. Yeah, no, do the vinyl, right? Because it's going to take a year, right? So in the interim, we're going to get these special packaging. It's going to cost a little. It's going to cost a little extra cheddar, but the return is going to be insane. I just don't know how CDs sell, dude. It worries me to be in for. It, it okay, worries okay. me to have right. another thing. It worries me to have another thing that I have to ship and another thing that's going to sit in my house. Okay, it's not about the CD. Okay. I'm just. This is an example. It's not about the CD, uh-huh. right? The CD is an afterthought. Nobody gives a fuck about the CD. Let's be honest, right? Because you're 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 gonna go stream. Okay, here. This is just an example, right? This is this is Joy from Ooh Ah, right? Their latest mini album, and this is one version. Okay. Come on. <laughs> Come on. So this right here. So this is one version. This is the other version, right? Okay. Uh-huh. And then hold on. We're going to do an unboxing. Okay, watch it. Let me get to the CD. Just let me get the CD out of the way. Where the hell is the CD? Okay, see? Hold on. Let me cover this because we're going to see the CD. Nobody fucking cares because we got the streaming, right? We got the streaming. Mm -hmm. But also, hold on. This is another thing. Oh, 
Okay, so I showed you the that was the the KOK. So the CD, nobody cares about the CD. I have the CD, right? We, we, we have the CD. This is a different version, but it doesn't matter. Uh -huh. But this is this is what matters. All the extra stuff, right? We, we got. And it's going to take a little bit of extra effort, but it's going to be worth it. See, we got we got picture cards, right? It's not that hard to take pictures of people in the bands, right? Cool. Do a little cool photo shoot. That's not expensive. We got a little postcard. We got stickers. You know, stickers are so cheap to make, right? We got stickers, stickers. Um, we got a fold out poster. I, I know you know how to do posters. That's not hard. And then that's so much. That's so much packaging, my dude, dude. But it's worth it. So much packaging. But it's worth it. You could get all this done while you're waiting for vinyl. But how much money is that going to cost? Okay. See, th this, and that's where you have your options, right? Because you don't have to get the, starting off, you don't have to do the super fancy high gloss paper, right? Because there, there's levels to it. You can start cheap and then work your way up over time. Because trust me, you see these bands grow. Because th this is like, this is like, th like third album in. This, th their stuff wasn't looking like this um, at the very beginning, which I, I have somewhere up there. I, I just can't go up and grab it because I I'm wired in. And then you do, you, you did. Come on, people put out zines. You can do zines. This is like a zine. It's just pictures. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. I'm telling I just, you. I just, I just don't know. I don't know the market for fucking CDs. I don't. I, I need some. If, if we're okay. gonna, if LDB was going to do CDs, it's. I need somebody. I need somebody to help me. But you realize it's not CDs are cheap. It's not about the the. It, I'm telling you, the the CD is the least cared about thing in these things. Because nobody, because who, who has a CD player these days? Not that many people. People are still going to go to the Spotify, the Apple, the Bandcamp. It's just cool. It's nice to have the CD collector's item, but it's about the experience of unboxing and getting the cool extra shit that comes with it. No, I feel that. I just, I just, uh, I. It's a post. You can make a postcard. How cheap is it to make a postcard? The idea of having just so much more shit in my house. You, you have That's photographers. So house, dude. You, you have photographers on deck shit in my house my guy i know we got we got all we got all the covers for the fucking comp in recently it's like six boxes it's in our fucking it's in one of our guest rooms and i've got six more no i think it's even more than six because we're doing gatefold uh we're doing gatefold covers for the next uh pressing of the inclination uh ep damn you guys are um, rich gatefold's expensive Bro, that's what emptied my bank account the other day. Um, it's kind, of, it's one of those things where I, and it, this one's gonna be cool though. We're doing like something special for it, like we did for the the rev, uh, the rev variant. But, um, um, but yeah, I, I, it was one of those things where it's like I've been wanting to do the gatefold for a while. I've been wanting to test it and see like how expensive is it? Because also, I mean, shit's getting so expensive. I've gotten away with keeping things as cheap as possible. We're about to have to fucking raise prices up to close to what other people are charging. Like, we might end up doing ten dollars seven inches within the next year, mm -hmm. which we've we've fought that tooth and fucking nail. Um, and then our twelve inches are gonna have to go to twenty soon, which sucks. I hate I hate it. I wanted to keep them under. <laughs> I see, my guy. I dude, I want to do cool shit like that, but I want to do cool shit like that for fucking vinyl. But you're right, it takes fucking forever. But it's one of those things where the, the thing, the, the the issue I'm in, and this sucks because I, I feel like I'm having, I'm complaining about such a fucking first world problem right now. Like people are fucking dying. Um, but uh, 
um, like in order to stay consistent for our releases in a year, I have to keep starting vinyl projects now. I know that's it's fucked. It's fucked. Yeah. I never thought this label would get to a point where I was just like, I thought I would, I thought I would throw away $500 every six months. And that's all I would do. And then for a while it was making enough money that I was able to spend the label money on doing the shit and not have to worry about spending my own money. And then in the past few months I've spent, I spent more money than I should have. Well, it's, it's good. People need you. I, 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 I hope, I hope people buy the records. <sighs> Hopefully we get new Koya records in soon. That's the, that's the important, that's the money maker right now. That band's amazing. They're incredible. I'm, I, I cannot fucking wait for their new music. I, I, I think, uh, fucking, um, God damn it. What's the name of that fucking, that first single they put out recently? What, 10 digits. Yeah. Oh. 10 digits. It's one of the best pop punk songs I've heard in fucking forever. Yeah. I, I, I like that the... song is magic. Mm-hmm. I, all I could remember was straight North. I was just thinking straight North, straight North. It's not straight North. It's the other one. It's not straight North. Yeah. No, 10 digits away is, is, is fucked up. It's fucked up. Good. Yeah. Seeing them play that at LDB was incredible. Yeah. They're super talented. I, I was looking thing. at Isaac on, I was standing on the stage cause I, I had, had to tap out cause I was stage diving too much. Um, I was sitting on the stage next to Isaac and I was like, this song is so good. He was like, yeah, it's fucking good. Right. And I was like, I don't get it. How this is good. It's so good. I shouldn't know anybody in the band. They're super talented. It's fucked up. That's, 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 you know, you know, you're like, I know my friend's band's good when I think, I shouldn't know anybody in this. I know it's not just the friendship blinders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for it's, sure. It's, yeah, because sometimes you can be swayed because you're biased, whatever. But now it's like, yeah, there's sometimes I straight up can think a band is so so. I find out one of my homies is in it, and I almost think it's incredible after that. Just because once I know that my buddy's in it, I just it changes my whole fucking skew. I can be objective. I I try not to be. It's hard because you want to see your friends succeed, but sometimes, yeah. sometimes the music they create is just Dude, not it. Sometimes you, it's a uh, fucking um, uh, Hannibal Burris has a great joke where he talks about uh, um, like um, you need to like you need to have uh, you need to have your homies with you so you don't make whack tracks in the studio, and he's talking about uh, God and how um god had to have somebody there to make sure he doesn't make whack tracks in the studio like when he was making animals and shit because god was just going wild he was like you know somebody had to be like hey god no that's whack don't do that like that's how we got unicorns for a second it's a lot of shit he created yeah that's pretty funny um well fuck i'm trying to think if there's anything else to, to get to Talk fucking Marvel. Talk inclination. I think we pretty much covered it. Um, I became a union steward since we talked last. What is that? It's like a a, a union lawyer for people, kind of. It's like if uh, if somebody's in trouble at work, um, I can represent them when they're getting 
whatever in trouble for them so i can like help either defend them or at least like explain their rights to them while management's trying to fuck them up yeah but how does that affect you afterwards because i feel like management they're gonna like try on, to... when when that happens we're on evil even even ground if they were to try to retaliate me at me for becoming a union steward they would be breaking like uh and LRB laws. Okay. Well, that's awesome because I know sometimes people out there actually need the help. Dude, it's fucking it's it's pretty it's pretty stark. It's pretty stark too because I like I talked to somebody uh, who was like a fucking lifer at my job, which I I I, I need to stop talking about exactly by name where I work, um, <laughs> especially in these situations. Um, but, uh, I was talking to somebody who was a retire. he retired. He was like a lifer at my, at my, my place of work. And he was kind of running some anti-union, um, talking to me. And cause we were talking about how Publix is coming up and it's gonna, it can, it's gonna fuck up our, our job. And I was like, man, I was like, if, if my job could become getting arrested at Publix for trying to unionize it. I would be totally cool with that being my job is going to jail for trying to unionize publics. I'm totally down to put my shit on the line to, to fuck shit up like that. Um, and he was kind of explaining to me, he's like, well, they pay good. And I'm like, yeah, they pay good because they want people to work there and not care that they have no benefits. And the second, if our, if, if enough people work, if enough people work in a different, it's it's what happened with Amazon. Amazon came in offering fifteen dollars an hour to people who were working uh, McDonald's for six dollars an hour. They all get jobs at Amazon working fifteen dollars an hour, meaning that Amazon has no problem finding a labor force willing to be completely exploited for fifteen dollars an hour. There were warehouse jobs that were paying twenty plus dollars an hour, but all of a sudden there's a competing person for warehouse work paying fifteen dollars an hour. And they are dominating the fucking market. So what do they do? They start bringing their wages down from twenty to around seventeen dollars an hour, meaning they're still paying more than Amazon. Which means they can still attract people to work at this warehouse job because it's still paying more than Amazon, but it's not paying as much as it was. And that's how that's how wages get pushed down. Yeah, trust me. It's... It takes the un- it takes a union to bring them back up. It's pretty fucked out here when you look at the minimum wage. Imagine. Yeah. I can imagine Newsom's a fucking asshole, dude. He's our future president. Gruesome. No, <laughs> Ron DeSantis is our future president. Good old Florida. It's going to be, it's It's literally, we, if, 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 if we see a Newsom, Newsom v. DeSantis ticket, DeSantis will be the next fucking president. I think Newsom's the only person who tries to go after Biden. Mm-hmm. I think he's he's the only he's the only logical choice that de- the Democrats are going to take, and he is literally not popular or known anywhere outside of California, and he's hardly even popular in California. Yeah, he's not very much liked out here. Gruesome Newsome, man, he's fucking awful. It's crazy. Just trying to <laughs> fucked up birthday, but um, okay, we we could do this all night. Um, yeah, we could. Do this. Oh, I I am doing a podcast. Oh, oh, you know, okay. I can't, can't announce that, I guess. You, yeah, for people who are watching the video, you, you have a professional mic. 
Yeah, I do. Tell us about the podcast. Thanks, to, thanks, thanks to you uh, uh, suggesting this. Um, so I'm doing a podcast with Brian from uh, Perfect World. Um, it is uh, about country music. <laughs> so um, if anybody has any interest in me, we'll talk about hardcore a little bit. But for the most part, we are going to be going through record for record, talking about Steve Earle, who's my favorite uh, singer songwriter. Um, and me and Brian kind of had like a bonding moment at uh, Promcore in Tulsa last year where we came together. I was wearing a Steve Earle shirt, so it struck up this conversation that we found. We had this mutual love and appreciation for Steve Earle. And we're going to go through and we're going to talk about it. And we're going to do like, I think we're going to do a Patreon for it. And we record our first introductory episode tomorrow. So if that goes well, um, sometime in the next month or so, these should start airing. I think we want to record a few under our belt before we start releasing. But, um, but yeah, so we're going to, we're going to start that. And then, um, we plan on doing like bonus episodes, like, um, about different things and the related to Steve Earl and whatnot. And, um, things that transpired around his records that, uh, that, um, kind of tell the story. So, uh, I mean, he's a really fascinating guy. If you've seen the wire, you've seen Steve Earl because he's in the wire. Um, but uh, he's also in the Edward Norton uh, dramedy, uh, Leaves of Grass. But um, yeah, he's a really interesting guy and um, super, super cool, super cool story, super cool um, musician and songwriter. And uh, I don't know, he's a really cool life and he's got an extensive fucking catalog. So we'll at least be going a year just talking about Steve Earl. And the name of the podcast? Uh, Hardcore Troubadour. Hardcore Troubadour. All right. Well, let me know when it's out. I'll um, help spread the word. Um, I appreciate it, buddy. I appreciate the advice on everything to do these things. No problem. I'm I'm an open book. Um, Anytime anybody's ever uh, had a question or anybody out there who um, wants to ask me a question about uh, anything podcast related that you think I might know or have some knowledge, reach out. I'm I'm definitely open to sharing ideas and helping people out. Fuck yeah, dude. You're the fucking man. You're the man, Tyler. I, I appreciate you. These are always fun. These are my favorite podcasts. Um, uh, these are always great. Like, like I said, we could do this all night. But um, I, same. I'm sorry we talked for so long. Everybody, if you're still listening, Jesus. All right. Well, I, I appreciate your time. Um, thank you. And we'll be back soon. Fuck yeah, bro.